Welcome to the Top 5 Go Podcast. I am your host, Kevin. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Aaron, and the villain, Shantae. What's going on, guys? Hello, what's up? How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, man. I'm really, really stoked to be here today. I, I haven't seen you guys in a little while. We we didn't record for a little while. We had a little... little uh, well, I kind of saw you last week, Kev. And we, we haven't... We've seen each other, but we haven't. We like, haven't recorded. We haven't recorded. We did the thing where we were just like real friends. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it yeah, I know. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I do spend time with you outside of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without without these funny things on our heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. As we like prepare to record, uh, it, it's always great though. It's always yeah. great getting together with the friends, and you know what I love the most. What do you love? The what most? do you love the most? When we have a very special guest, we have once again back for the fourth time. The fourth time. The hero. The hero. Jason there. is back, baby. Let's yeah, go. Hello. Jason, what up? How are you hey, doing? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Those that don't remember. Don't sound so excited, Shantae. I am very excited <laughs> that you're here. Oh, it's that, uh, that like sarcasm. In, that villainous sarcasm. <laughs> Shantae came in salty when, you know, when I came down here and saw this brother-sister dynamic that she was all salty when he was here. I wasn't salty. <laughs> I definitely was salty. perfectly yeah. fine. You're right. The dynamic. Good brother, bad sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. You know, I, I think if we really think about it, you're not the good brother. Oh. And I'm not oh. the bad sister, oh. but whatever. Are you yeah, the good yeah, sister? As soon as you created I'm a wonderful sister. And you're the bad brother? Question mark? Like bad meaning good? Like super bad, like super bad, good. I get it. I got it. Thank I you. Got it. Like super Look bad, yeah, super bad. I would agree with that. It's <laughs> super bad, super bad, brother. Perfect. You mean me? By finally agree. Inf- influential and <laughs> and just hilarious. I will say for this podcast today, you were very influential. <laughs> uh, for this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for this oh, topic yes, today, yeah. you were, and that's it. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, it, because this is a great topic. We we are doing this week top 5 X-Men characters. Yes. X-Men characters. Fun. We we had this one on the list for a long time, mm-hmm. and then as we started recording with the hero, we realized that this was a perfect category for him. Mm-hmm. And so we brought him back here from San Diego. Uh, he said he came to visit Shantae, but we all know that was a lie. That was a lie. It was really to get on the show again yeah, yeah. for the fourth time. I no. haven't seen him until right now. I walked <laughs> in. I was like, oh, you're here. Well, oh. he showed up at my house. was ready to go. Villainous lies. I, <laughs> uh, I was reaching out since I've been here. Like, dear sister, please. Dearest sister. Now who's doing the I'm, villainous lies? Like, I'm, I'm busy. Cutting my toenails. Or like, <laughs> I was like, well, those, those of you that, that is a task. Shantae, those are pretty. She definitely wasn't doing anything more important than cutting her nails. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. And she wow. was like, I just don't have time for you because I don't have time for you. Yeah. Like, no real reason. It was great. I'm sure. Oh, so, so I walked the streets of Las Vegas until we. It's funny. Luckily, you call me the villain, but this hero here has been lying this whole time. I, I don't believe you. I believe the hero. Of course you, believe, you don't believe me. <laughs> Ridiculous! Don't believe her games. Don't <laughs> the, believe her games. I think the only one that doesn't feel like you're a villain is uh, in our guest Corey. Corey. <laughs> you know what? Corey's the smartest person we know. We I believe, and that. and he knows the truth. Either the smartest or the second smartest. I had put it between him and and uh, producer Chris. Well, yeah, producer, producer Chris, Chris is a very smart it. young producer man. Chris. What do you have on Corey? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely nothing. Poor guy. He knows the truth. <laughs> Producer Chris doesn't call me a villain either. <laughs> well, right. this week we're doing a very, very special episode. We're doing top five X-Men characters. Mm-hmm. We, as you know, here on the Top 5 Go podcast, we start off with the criteria and then we get into your top five list. As always, we start with the guests first. So, Jason, what is your criteria for this week? Uh, my criteria is going to be just, you know, influential characters. And I like the characters that have, like, you know, another level of complexity to them. Okay. Com- complex X-Men characters. There we go. So, who do you have at number five? Number five. I'm going to go with Rogue. Okay. okay. No. Rogue at number five. Mm-hmm. Rogue at number five. I have a little higher, but I get it. Go ahead and tell me about Rogue a little bit. <clears throat> All right. So Rogue is has a very unique power to where she can't really touch anyone. And, and when she does, she assumes their, their abilities and also their memories. Yeah, that's the hard part. The memories mm-hmm. part is the mm-hmm. rough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, going back to that complexity. Like she's hard for her to live her life without, you know, having being intimate with someone or um, just having any kind of relationships. And she's just dealing with with that day-to-day you know on a daily basis but on the flip side she has pretty much the best power because she can assume any power you know so yeah she has ability to fly um and i she's been in all the iterations of x-men too like the movies the animated character and um and it was really hard to put her at this number five um but i you know I, i feel like the other characters on my list um uh, made some big statements as well. But uh, yeah, so I'm going number five with Rogue just because overall she's just a great character. So I love me some Rogue. Um, the fact though that she like, when she touches you, she takes your powers. So that means she really can't touch nobody? Like never? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's a thing. big burden to yeah. bear. Yeah, the burden that she's dealing with is is pretty tough, and I I do like that about the character. It was a really interesting power to mm-hmm. have, like, because you really got to be responsible with that, you know. Right, and also, you know, she also can fly and has super strength, and that comes from like the first person that she kind of absorbed powers from, and she held on too long, and so she also has that inner kind of monologue from from this other person i forgot is it miss marvel or um i'm gonna look it up i forgot the name but like so she also has that consciousness in there and she's battling with it all the time so there's a another level of like kind of inner strength to her besides the fact that she has super strength there's you know this kind of mental strength that she has to to battle with and, and learn about so I really like her for her complexity, but unfortunately, I'm not an Anna Paquin fan, and she totally <laughs> destroyed the character for me. Because again, like I wasn't huge into the comic comics, but playing some video games, watching the cartoon series, mm-hmm. and then you know the formidable years, I'm watching those X Men movies, right. and Anna Paquin, terrific actress, just didn't like her in the role in those movies, and yeah. especially because she didn't have that accent, yeah. right? Like. Uh, in the '90s cartoons and and in the comics, they they write her with this like Southern Belle kind of accent. Okay, yeah, she calls right. everybody yeah. sugar and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then you have Anna Paquin, and they're like, "Wow, they didn't even try." So Rogue <laughs> got those powers from Miss Marvel. Okay, Carol, oh, I was right. Yeah, uh, Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mean, when she first started out, I think she was part of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and then mm-hmm. kind of traversed and came over to the good side, like a lot of the X-Men characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, you know, she was a young mutant. She couldn't touch people. They found her. They kind of took her in. So she did work for, um, you know, an evil organization. And then right. she ran into Miss Marvel and changed her life. And, you know, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because by her taking a, she doesn't just take mutant powers. Mm-hmm. She takes by taking Miss Marvel's power. She's taking superhero powers because mm-hmm. Miss yeah. Marvel, I don't believe, was a mutant. I think she's just a superhero yeah. changed by some thing. Mm-hmm. And she did it as a young girl, so she had no idea what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Mutant. So, like, I'm really excited to talk about X Men because mutants, as they mutate, they're coming into like adolescence and they just have no idea what they're doing right, right. and just like in regular life you don't have no idea about your homo- hormones you're going all crazy and then yeah. you have a power on top of it yeah. it's kind of crazy <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. insane and so watching these like young mutants like rogue um absorbing the powers of this this superhero or like her, her origin stories that she kissed a boy um, and mm-hmm. they were making and out. Stole and his life force. She right? stole his life. Basically, killed the kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And always, it has all his memories and everything. They never know what's coming. They don't mm-hmm. see it happening. And not all of them have um, physical mutates mm-hmm. like beasts, where you're you don't know that you're something happened to you. So right. You're just yeah. like what? Yeah. Exactly. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And so Rogue, I think Rogue is the most complex, and I have a little bit higher, like I said, and we'll talk about it a little bit more mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So good job with Rogue there at five. Shante, who do you have? What is your criteria? So my criteria, I can't talk today. My criteria is um, I picked the mutants that I feel had a very interesting story, kind of similar to Jason, that like the complex. They're, it's sometimes hard to tell for some of the ones on my list, whether they're the good mutant or, or not. They've had these very long story arcs that they've gone through these things and, and grown from it. So I really like a good story and I like, you know, searching for that area of gray and why a person will make certain choices. So for me at number five, I have Gambit, okay, Rogue's uh, <sighs> sometime lover, and I and I mean, I think Gambit is completely underrated. Um, his story is so complex. There's so many twists and turns. Most people just think him as like the the Cajun dude who throws cards, but like his powers actually can do a lot more than that. That's just like his signature thing that he likes. But I think the biggest thing about him that I like is like his story arc where um. There's this one story where um, the X-Men are, are trying to figure out this, this shady figure from the future who, you know, maybe nefarious, maybe not. They're not sure, and he's influencing things. And at first they think it's Charles Xavier. And then when they figure out it's actually Gambit come from the future, and he has all these powers that they didn't think he had. And, and it's, it's a really good story arc. It's really complex. It gives you another side of him. And instead of using him, like, I feel like the movies never did him justice. I feel like even the cartoon never did him justice. So when you read the, the stories they write for him in the comics, it's so much more to him. And, and I think he gets a bad rap, but he's actually pretty fascinating. Yeah, I love God. He's definitely, it was tough. It was between him and, and his girlfriend, Rogue. Um, I got you, bro. <laughs> Uh, his power, I like. I love his power, and um, like, yeah, like you said, he does the cards, and 
Um, I th- I just think that he was cool. Like as a kid, looking at him, he was cool. He had that. Uh, he, hey, mon ami. Listen, mon ami. Listen, mon ami. Hey, mon cher. This dude sucks. Okay, I'm not a gambit guy. Listen, mon ami. When you go into everything, throwing these, using your trip. Okay, he transfers kinetic energy, right? Mm-hmm. And he right. Like, like transfer it and throw it, and basically he could shoot it out of him. The fact that he decides to use playing cards as his means of operations, well, mode of operation. Well, let me let me explain the cards to you. So, as a young boy, he grew up, you know, in Louisiana, the Bayou, or whatever, Morris. and he discovers his mutation, but he hides it because obviously, um, and him and his good friend, they get. Um, captured and sold to like this gang so they can be used and sold to Hydra actually. And so they try to get out and one of the the guards who are holding them drops a playing card. And so he picks it up, charges it up, throws it in the guy's face and they are able to escape. Unfortunately his friend dies, so obviously it's traumatic but he is able to escape. That's the origin of it. Like him coming into an taking ownership of the power that before he was ashamed but before he was hiding and the card is representative of, of that transition so that's why he uses the cards it's kind of like a memorial to his friend and also like that that turning point where he's like this is my power and i'm i'm gonna own it so. Listen, on and, top and, of that oh, oh, i was gonna say and and think about it this way you know you got a x-men or a, you got a, a marvel superhero in hawkeye that's got a limited number of you know of <laughs> right. man a pack of 52 cards 52 cards oh, i man. can load i can load up i'm yeah. hey, i can I'm, get two I'm, i can get I'm, two packs I'm no 104. i'm a straight up video game character with the amount of ammo i can i can carry <laughs> seriously that's with, what i was gonna say just load up and my then when i'm done bullets. i'm gonna throw the box yeah. at your ass yeah. gotcha listen yeah. listen one of me i don't <laughs> I, I i loved rogue Never liked Gambit. And what you just said about him charging up the card <laughs> and it being like paying homage to how his like his or his own origin story. Mm-hmm. That sounds real cool. <laughs> I did not see any of that in the movie I saw, man. I didn't see any of I that mean, in okay, the cartoon. The TV movie show. he was in wasn't they, even a good movie. They haven't done They him never justice. do him justice. They, uh, they, were gonna, they were producing a movie. They were going to do a Gambit movie. With, uh, was it Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like Channing that, Tatum. That he sounds can't like do not doing accent. him justice. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's get someone who can actually do him justice. Because he's a really cool dude. Yeah, I'm at to just take your word for it on Remy. Liked I'm him, liked him in the cartoon. Didn't like him in the movie. Um, you know, they short kind of, I mean, they they did the Deadpool element. treatment to him in yeah. that movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they come screwed on. him over yeah. that movie. Yeah, it, the cartoon he was just too campy, mon ami. Like this is just it was just like the amount of times he says mon ami is just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, ridiculous. Was it mon ami or mon cher? Mon cher. Well, mon he cher. said that to. Rogue. He said that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a smooth lady. Yeah. Man. He's a card He's like, throwing, hey, javelin stick, jack all trades, charge up this Joker card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shinte, so you have Gambit, Gambit. at number five. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what is your criteria for this week's episode? So for this week, uh, I went ahead and just went with a Kevin style. I went with the ones that I like. Listen, mostly man, get off my block. Oh, He's going to sue you for trademark <laughs> infringement. No, and, and, and the reason is, like, I, I wasn't a huge X-Men comic guy, so I got my exposure through the cartoon. Yeah. And I got my exposure through Movies. going to the nickel in playing the video games. And then and then obviously the movies. So again, you know, I was more 
comics were just a little bit out of my my realm, but Depth I still the time, love yeah. the characters. So I had to go with the ones that I like in this way. So it's not a, a, a stealing from Kevin. It's literally like, that's how I got to go. That's how you got to You got to do what you got to do. Well, with that being the case, what do you have at number five? So I went with Iceman. Ooh. Bobby. So, Bobby. So Bobby Drake. So, yes, Bobby Drake. So I, I relate him a little bit to my... Uh, enjoyment of Spider-Man in terms of, you know, they were both that, that younger grouping of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of coming of age. I mean, a little, obviously a little bit different, but like, mm-hmm. I remember that and I loved his powers. Um, just something about kind of surfing on the ice, throwing ice and like just being able to bring this elemental thing out of nowhere and just being able to do it, you know? And then the more I actually did a little bit more research today, I, I didn't realize how powerful he actually mm-hmm. was. And one of the cool facts that I heard is because he has the ability to control and turn water into ice, like he could literally kill all of us in this room by just making the our internals freeze because yeah. we're so much mm-hmm. water. Or like, boil. Like he or can, boil, yeah. He and, can't even heat things up even well, though he's Iceman. And then wow. other things in terms of like, I, I read some of the more lore and, and how he, he got other skills and learned his powers more as he was going on. And it has that definite like that journey of of him being like Kevin said the young mutant like learning what he is and can be mm-hmm. and I just love playing him in the video game too yeah. just freezing people and then having <laughs> other people go yeah. kick some and some he, yeah. he kind of is essentially Iceman. immortal because if he like say some he's in ice form and someone breaks him mm-hmm. he can just be like oh, I'm gonna melt myself right back together so yeah. right. he's actually pretty powerful he's a, yeah he was from what I was reading he's uh, you know it was he was like nine out of ten on the list of most he's like an omega and, level yeah. yeah because he of all those things and i was like man i just thought this was a cool like young kid when i'm watching mm-hmm. these movies and things like that like oh wait he's actually incredibly dope. incredibly powerful and dope so mm-hmm. i i threw Iceman at, at number five Iceman is awesome uh i mean those elemental characters are always like i Fun to play the video games, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Human Torch, Iceman, Pyro, yeah. Uh, Pyro, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's good, good choice. And and it had a he had a little fling with Rogue itself, didn't he? I don't remember in that. the movie. Yeah, he's, oh. He's oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, he's gay. He's gay. And a couple then, of years ago, then, he came out. And then Kitty, oh. and then Kitty Pride too a little bit. There's yeah, before then, yeah. But the recently, they, when they they have written him as a gay character, which is dope. Yeah. No, it's no, awesome. No, being progressive, pansexual. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I like Bobby Drake. Um, I think it, like we were talking about uh, Gambit and Rogue, right? How the, their powers manifested and they were able to hide them. My guy was not able to hide his, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's like literally ice. Yeah. And th- th- can he turn back to like human form? Yeah. Well, and when he when they originally started drawing him, he looked like a walking snowman. So I guess in that sense, yes. <laughs> but he he does have the ability to to cloak it to cloak it and be human or or look human at least. Yeah. Pass be passing as he <laughs> right <laughs> like passing. I mean, and, you know. and the fact that the only comic book I had was like a remake of a remake of a remake of like the original team and he's on the cover and all that good stuff like right. you know so and yeah he was a part of the original mm-hmm. team he's, he's, on the, like, he's like the, the original he is like, OG yeah. oh. it's him Angel September Cyclops, I think Beast was too wasn't oh, wow. he I think those five are the original five yeah but he's yeah he's it was OG. Beast right Beast yeah, yeah. Beast was. Angel Iceman, Iceman, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. Yeah, I just ran through them. Um, (laughs) We're just, we are confirming, Kevin. It was the same. It was the same. That's what confirming means. Confirmation. Oh, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're the part of the original group. Iceman, though, that's a good one, man. I like Bobby Drake. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, for my criteria, um, 
I just went with what I like. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a that's little unoriginal. I feel like that was Aaron. Aaron just said that. Aaron is a trendsetter. came on to my block. I did just say that. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he came yeah, on yeah, to yeah, that's my block <laughs> and took my thing. That's my thing. Now, I, uh, I, the X-Men, there's so many different X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Men yes. characters mm-hmm. that you you could always find them. There's like just so, and the ones that just do so many different things. Mm-hmm. So, I think you kind of just have to go with like something that either like I like their stories or I just like them as people, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me at number five, I went with a not good guy. Mm-hmm. I went with the juggernaut bitch. Okay. Jugs. Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Jugs. My guy, he just runs through things. He does. He doesn't really have. He runs. He has with, a funny shaped helmet too. He does. And he goes with reckless abandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I like. I like that just running through stuff. And I, I believe was X Men three. Was it X Men three or was it two? One of them he was just running through walls and shit. I think it was three because it was uh, like the no. Phoenix one. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's played by Vinnie Jones, who yes. is one of my favorite like nice. kind of bit part actor guys. Like I'm the he's, juggernaut. I'm bitch. the <laughs> exactly. That was the line. <laughs> but, 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 but I mean, so as if those that don't know, the juggernaut bitch is uh there was a like internet video where they redubbed uh videos of the different cartoons including the x-men mm-hmm. back in like 2006 there was a troop called uh my way entertainment and they released it uh where he was just saying oh you got my way i'm the juggernaut bitch <laughs> and he was like running through and it was the overdub of an x-men episode Called uh, Phoenix Saga, The Cry of the Banshee, hmm. Part Three. So it was a it was a redub of that, which then led early internet. I guess 2006 is early internet, yeah. Yeah. And so people are watching that. And that was on different cha- different YouTube channels and stuff. Became super popular, and so they even snuck that line in the X Men Three movie, oh. where he says, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Juggernaut. That bitch. makes sense because I remember watching a movie going, "That doesn't seem like it." Should be there. Yeah, that was what he was <laughs> like. Fighting. It didn't really go, but all right, whatever. You are the juggernaut. It, it was. It was in. Yeah, when he's fighting Kitty Pride. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, and she, she just kind of like goes off, and he's like, I'm the juggernaut. I was like, but you seem really upset, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah. For this part, that it was just a, a parody of that. Mm. I feel like I like Deadpool's juggernaut a little better. Yeah. What What happened with that? I haven't seen Deadpool. You haven't seen. Oh, oh my god. I just have. I just have got. It's in Deadpool too. Um, I kind of I don't know if we should even explain it. Are we just go ahead. And yeah, you don't watch movies. So, um, in in that you know you don't see you actually physically see him till like maybe the third act of the movie. But he's kind of there, and they end up in prison. And then there's the little kid who's like looking for a friend, and then Wade rejects him, and then he's like, "I'm gonna find the biggest baddest guy in here," and it's the Juggernaut. And he goes in, he makes friends with them, and they're transporting the um the prisoners and so the little kid breaks him out because that's his new best friend and he actually was really nice like he took the kid under his wing he was like yeah we're friends now he took care of the kid he took care of the kid um he was evil still but like i mean i i when i was watching i was like dang juggernaut's gonna get out and like kill this kid and go on but he didn't (laughs) he's like all right buddy you're my buddy we're going with it so but he was dark uh he was more true to comic form Mm -hmm. uh and he was just 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 slugging it out. Yeah, like he slugging like it out. destroyed people. He was just... Well, I love the fact that he's Charles' brother. Yeah. Right. Brother Charles. Mm-hmm. 
Brother Chop. That's Brother another Chop. reason he has that funny helmet. Because yeah. he, he doesn't want him to be in getting his up head. in his yeah. brain. Yeah. You, know? Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get up in his brain. <laughs> I like the fact that like some of these bad dudes are like, listen, man, Charles can get up in our bad brains. Let's do what we gotta do so he Charles can't get up in his brains. Mm-hmm. Like him, Magneto. Him like, and Magneto. They're like, like we're on to you. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Do, we got you figured out. You, Look at this funny head yeah. piece I got. But on. it works though, Charles. It works. It works, it works Charles. Charles. Charles, Charles, Charles Murphy. <laughs> and then Charles like, damn, can't get in his brain. Damn, I can't get in there. And, and I, I, whenever I see that, I go, what is that made of? Like. You're telepathic. There should be no barriers, right? You just go in like, what are these Isn't it made of made uh, vibranium? Everything made of vibranium in the MCU. Or adamantium is not the other like high-level yeah, high metal. Yeah. I don't know, but I was just like, yeah. I, I remember as a kid going, what the hell did they make that out of? Because dang, that's I just pretty like the damn fact good. That the Jogginot though just literally crushes things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it just it's runs just so fast cool. and keeps going. He's so cool for it. Just runs fast, just keeps it just moving. Keeps going. And he's lowers like a, his head, just runs through stuff. He's like a wrecking ball with legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. He was an absolute great way of putting it. He, he was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like the jogging that. Jason, what do you have in number four? So, number four, um, it's kind of in the same vein of we were talking about, like, you know, characters that can work with the elements, like, you know, fire, ice. Uh, well, she can work with all of them. And that is Storm. Mm. Yeah. Low. Okay. Low, low, low. Oh, okay. go ahead. Okay, yeah, good. Oh, low. Storm huh? at four. Okay. Yeah, storm, storm at four. four. Yeah. Okay, okay. For sure. Um, okay, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. She's, she, I mean, she's from Africa, mm-hmm. um, but then she moved to Harlem and and grew up in New York, and then she made, you know, she she made a lot of impact in in uh, the MCU because she led. The X Men eventually. Mm-hmm. She married uh, uh, Prince T'Challa, T'Challa uh, Black Panther, um, and she's just um, just pretty much you know X Men royalty. And she is her, like literal and, royalty. But, yeah, and she is like one of the most powerful mutants um, in in X Men. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, she and is. Uh, and just her power is just you know like all encompassing like you know like you can't beat you know the elements at all so uh yeah i have a storm at number four it's a little low you, you guys disagree with me very 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 much I, I don't disagree with her being in the top five it's just a little low it is a little <laughs> low also she was the first um um uh character of african descent a female character of african descent too so yeah, that's dope, that's right? why she's yeah. too that's low. why she's a little higher. That's why she's too low. Three of us here are black, and uh, <laughs> one of us supports black people, Aaron. So <laughs> shout out, shout, shout out, out to allies. <laughs> the reason why she's not as low, I don't think that I'm as personally familiar with her storyline and arc uh, as I am with the higher three characters, okay, and then the other three characters that I have, I, f- I feel made way larger impact. Um, Storm is dope though. Yeah. Storm is dope, and I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm not mad at you for it. Shantae is a little mad about it, but no. she's the villain. So I, I see get steam it. coming out your ears. I don't know. Uh, not mine. <laughs> Shantae, do you see that face that she's giving you? She's not happy. I'm not looking at you. But oh. I, uh, I, I, I want to talk about Storm. I want to, I want to wait on it though, right? Because I feel like um, there's a lot to say about Storm. Mm-hmm. She has her. I mean, her being married to King T'Challa, right? That made a literal royal couple, power couple type mm-hmm. situation because right. she was the queen of Wakanda at, at one point yeah. as well as leader of the X. Ex- like it's 
Mm-hmm. Insane. So I, I, yeah. we're definitely going to not short shift her. <laughs> yeah. No, but, she but better do. We're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna talk about her her here at four. We're gonna talk about her a little higher. Oh, excuse me. Well, listen, it's because she deserves her own place to talk about a little higher. <laughs> but it's gonna be great. It's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah. Shantae, what do you have at number four? <laughs> for number four, for me, I feel like uh, I feel that some of you are gonna think this character is a bit low, but I. This is where this is where he belongs. So for number four, I me for me, I have Wolverine. Okay. Um, he see, like I said, yeah. um, I guess you know how I feel now, don't you, yeah. Jason? Um, Wolverine, I think, is an amazing character. He is the face of X Men. As the much face. as they're called X Men before Professor X, as much as Cyclops may the be the leader, when you think of X Men, you do associate them with Wolverine in that bright yellow <laughs> costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, he has a a magnificent story arc. I mean, this guy takes hits and keeps coming. Not only does he regenerate health wise, but like he goes through so much and kind of overcomes and continues. Um, I think one, one of the coolest things about him is that no one knows how old he is. Yeah. Um, he regenerates so much that he's just been living and we were like, we don't know. So, and because of that, he's lived so many lives, you know, he, he lived in Japan for a little bit. He was in Canada. He was, he was all over the place. uh, One of the things that I was, when I was researching the list, he has, I can't remember what the name of it is, but because he's lived so long in so many different places, he knows all of those languages as well. And it's just like his, his knowledge that Mm -hmm. he has of the world and, and being able to be a part of it as a citizen in right. anywhere, yeah, any yeah. realm is pretty cool. And, and he has many names, so we call him Logan. Sometimes he's James Hallis. Sometimes he's whatever. I don't remember what his Japanese name was. But, like, yeah. you know, he's a, a man who has had a lot taken from him. And even though it seems like he should or is, you know, this, this kind of gruff, anti-emotional person, he still is very emotional. Like, he is one of the the father figures of the team. Like, he... he, he um mentored kitty pride he mentors a lot of the the younger people on the team um and it's interesting that they gravitate to him because he comes off as like this kind of mean gruff like leave leave him alone but then he takes them in he mentors them he takes care of them he becomes that father figure for him and the fact that he's lived so many lives and he hasn't kind of gone crazy and bitter i think that's that that might be you know his his finest mutation yet so he deserves to be on the top five you know like respect needs to be due he's number four for me and i i, I feel like he's gonna show up again but you know wolverine um i personally don't love wolverine yeah because you like the other guy yeah, yeah. Uh, boring one. oh no <laughs> <laughs> he's no. he's number one on my list i'm just spoiling and he shouldn't we, be we all know that yeah we we knew this coming in that that's who his number one was but going. i did not know the, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the like guy, i'm rethinking my decision listen, of being here here's the thing the, about wolverine um he is the guy he's he's the guy that everyone's taken to people love an anti-hero right mm-hmm. that's just what it is people just love an anti-hero so him Raphael from the uh, mid- yeah. Yeah. Mid- yeah. Are, are you stealing what I'm going to say about him later on yeah uh, <laughs> my argument is that he's not an anti-hero that, that's yeah, my whole point like people no. look at him and judge so initially reason, and when you learn about him you're like wait he's I, not an I anti-hero was, I was going to talk about how the emotional aspect and the yeah. and, we, and that okay. connection that's okay. that yeah. it, complexity yeah. that so, he's like the quintessential complexity yeah. right. uh, okay. character so yeah. if we're going to talk about that a little bit later yeah. I want to talk about this. Okay. Hugh Jackman, 
crushed it is. This oh role. yes, yeah. it's going to be than, hard for them to other find than someone. Downey else. Jr. Who else like really plays the role of, and, up to one hundred percent embodies the role. Embodies the role. And I didn't see it at first. I was like Hugh Jackman. Like, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, when he came like, out, I was like, tall, oh, and I was yeah. like, yep. super tall. And that is, I feel like there are four MCU people that just are these roles: Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Okay, yeah, sorry, and yep. Tom Holland in Spider Man. I do not I can, see him. He's growing into it. I right, can see it. Yeah, right, no, no, from yeah. As, a as a from a kid on yes. to now, I feel like him, his wide eyed appearance in Homecoming. On yes. through, mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Holland I, has I, always been. Spider-Man. I would I would have given the three, and I could see Tom Holland getting there. Uh, let's let's give him a little bit more. But yeah. he's but, he, but you're right. You're he's like, like you're he's very close. The reason yeah. I, the reason I say that um, he's there is because they cast Tobey Maguire, who is a grown man. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They Peter keep and, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. They were so damn grown old. Adults. But Tom Holland is a kid when they're cast him initially, yeah. mm-hmm. right. and you and he's see growing into the role. And yeah. as the role continues mm-hmm. to yeah. grow with them, it's perfect. And so watching him embody the teenage Peter Parker, mm-hmm. nerdy. But oh. well-meaning, and yeah. <laughs> awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. I. I'll, I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit too. That well-meaning part, like him in interviews where he accidentally gives gives away spoilers. Like, like, like I've, I can't talk I, anymore. I mean, they won't let me talk <laughs> anymore. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Like, and he. You're, and you're. You're probably right, but I. I'm not gonna give him there yet. That's fine. But RD, yeah, RDJ. Yeah. Um. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Tom Hugh Jack and then Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. is Wolverine. They. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. Watched, now that Hugh Jackman's like, nah, I'm done with it. I don't know what they're going to do. I watched what The Greatest Showman the other day, and I was like, this is Wolver- why is Wolverine dancing? Because <laughs> <laughs> he has a heart, Kev. From now on. <laughs> well, I, I think Hugh Jackman came from stage, didn't he? Did. he? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. But, it was just, but he is, he is but Logan. But he thinks right. of him he as is Wolverine. Wolverine. Exactly, exactly. That's who. That's why I was like, I don't, I don't see it. Like, uh, <laughs> like this, this singing guy is gonna but, be slicing people up. But now, now you're like, this, this slicing people up guy is gonna be singing. singing? What is he doing? <laughs> singing? Go kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> and then watching him in Logan was just oh so great, so, so good. good, great wow. movie, so good, so good. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Hugh Jackman because yeah. of his work. It was amazing as Wolverine. And I couldn't see anyone else. I don't know who whoever has to come after him. I'm sorry. Big shoes. Right. I'm sorry. I don't People know are going to hate you. Just yeah, they're going to probably hate you, but they don't. You don't deserve the hate. You're playing a character. You're doing a role. But sorry, it's, it's, it's big uh, shoes. It's an uphill climb for sure. Yeah, big yeah. shoes to fill. So you have Wolverine at number four. I do. Aaron, what do you? Who do you have at number four? I went with Kurt Wagner, aka Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. I do love Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler so too. from the opening sequence of X-Men 2 and also like playing him in that video game <laughs> back, in, back in the day, I that was probably for the longest time one of the coolest scenes I'd ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Nightcrawler's teleportation. I mean, and I don't know. He looks I, like a demon. And he does look like a demon. But he's just so Cool. I don't know what it was about him. Other like that sequence like solidified it. I've been mean, playing with him in the video game, like yeah. being able to like shoot across the screen and get someone. And like, I think that's he's... your criteria. It might be. Well, then, no, it's... video game playability. Well, that was definitely in my in in my reasoning for why I like these guys. No, 100%. but yeah, he's super but fun. It was, but that sequence, like 
was probably my top action sequence that I had seen ever. And how Wh- it was which one? Which one? The in and X-Men the, two, the X-Men in the, two in the White where House. He's in the White House? Yeah. In, yeah. That opening, yeah. It's like the opening sequence. And you're just like, how did you film this? Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, it was, was like, it was flawless. And I have a thing against like bad CGI and like that was not it, it was good, yeah. it, like and it still holds up today which yeah. is something that's and really Alan cool. Cumming in the role he Alan did Cumming such a good did job a great job um, and I in the newer ones where you know they have Nightcrawler in there now and it's a, a younger kid I, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't explore the whole like Mystique's his mom arc, you know, because right. yeah. right, they yeah. had they had a, a what's his face um, Quicksilver with Magneto. And I'm like, this is a perfect time to be like, oh, and by the way, yeah. <laughs> I'm your mom, you know, and they did not And I feel like it was a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, and because I love Nightcrawler and I love yeah. this this kind of hidden dynamic between them right. and how it kind of made them both. And I don't know. And they didn't even touch on it. And then they killed Mystique. So I was like, yeah, well, I guess I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there's, I know oh, there's, spoiler. I know there's some complexity to his character too. And they, they touched on that a little mm-hmm. bit in, in the earlier films, but yeah, he's just a fun character and his skills and set. It's just something that like, yeah. I would, it'd be pretty cool to be able to teleport somewhere. Like, yeah. yeah. And he has the craziest cool power. And, and I think he's one of the, one of the people who had like, like you said, the most normal name, Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner. <laughs> like, like, what's your name, Kurt Wagner? Kurt, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to make up another one. How about Nightcrawler? The the hard part for Kurt though is always the fact that he's blue and has a tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like two fingers. Or yeah, something. and his like forked fingers mm-hmm. and yellow eyes, I believe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. his, his appearance is really rough, and unlike bobby he he doesn't have like a yeah. way to to pass yeah. yeah or like his mother who can also pass yeah. right and so that is always been a um thing that i've loved about nightcrawler is that he has he is a young guy that has to deal with that mm-hmm. and it almost is a sense of it's unfortunately like it's, it's a shame almost at, at points you see that in a lot of the X-Men with those it's there's the shame factor involved and that's really that sucks like right. that, like which is why you're drawn into some of these characters. Yeah, and he has a thick accent. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. and yeah. It, there's just things about Nightcrawler that I just love. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Nightcrawler's stories are really good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he doesn't get enough credit so I'm glad you have him on your yeah. list here. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you have him on your list mm-hmm. here. Jason, do you, did you read? Did you check out a lot of Nightcrawler stuff? A lot of Nightcrawler stuff. No, just the stuff when he was doing the groups with the uh, with the X Men. But he definitely was a fascinating character, and I loved him in the video games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more drawn into the you know the main players and stuff. I didn't know how to use him in the video game too well, so I would teleport and then reappear like right where I teleported. <laughs> <laughs> it, was never, it was never really good. Like, where's the instruction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would play it on this. It was a game, this Psylocke game that I played on the, uh, right. oh, yeah, X- yeah. the Xbox, uh, not the Xbox, the Sega, mm-hmm. and I would teleport and like literally reappear right where I teleported and, and get hit. Punch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just didn't know how to do it. But uh, that's a good one right there. That's a good one right there. For me at number four, this is where. I this is where I have broke. Okay. Um, I I don't take into account the Anna Paquin performance. Uh, that's just a personal thing. I, yeah. Like her character is incredible, but I just like after that, like I I had her in right. my honorables. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. You, you yeah. took that into account. I don't account like Anna Paquin like, either. Yeah. <laughs> 
But watching, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I she's, was like, I'm just sitting here like, yeah, oh, dang, you guys are. Kind of I think, I think she's, she's a was, fantastic. I actress, think she was written out of uh, Days of Future Past or something like. Like they had her in one of those X Men movies, mm-hmm. and they were like, nah. And they so they cut the scene, which ended up cutting the only scene she had. And it just cuts her from the whole movie. I forgot which yeah. one it was. True yeah. Blood, and then when she's in the other movies, it's just like. Listen, mm. she was great in Fly Away Home, the one where she like. That's where she needs to stay. Raises those <laughs> geese Wasn't and she in, in? A, She's All That too? She was like the sister who like did the the makeover. For her. Was she? Yes, she. Was. Oh my gosh! But watching Rogue deal with the fact that she cannot be close to anyone, and then Gambit being like okay with it, but screw Gambit. <laughs> um, Wow, the hate. Bro, the hate is strong with this one. I'm not a fan. But watching Rogue having to deal with that and knowing that she can't really be in contact with anyone really really plays on your heartstrings, right? And then Rogue, like you said, she's in every iteration. She's everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. And though she's not an original X-Men, I feel like she's been with us for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so watching her do that and then watching Xavier... She's one of the few X-Men that I feel like Xavier, uh, Professor Xavier, truly tries to help on a regular basis, like a consistent basis. Right. He gets into her head, tries to help her sort out the memories that are, because there's some people that she's absorbed that she doesn't even know where she begins, where she ends and yeah, they begin. exactly. And like, so, like Miss Marvel, for instance. Right. So with, with the help of Cerebro, um, he has gone in there and he's continually, like the therapy that she has with Professor Xavier always really got to me, both on the screen and in the books, because it's she's such a like it seems like a, a nice character mm-hmm. in terms of like wanting to be a help, even when she was bad, she like switches and beats beats good. It's just something that she is to deal with though this whole time. So Rogue for me has is is always in my top, and her being at number four just felt right. Gotcha. Just felt right. So I think Jason had a lot of other points about Rogue, but that's one thing I just wanted to say about Rogue. Yeah. Jason, who do you have at number three? So number three um, is one of my favorite characters. Um, I just always get a kick out of everything that he's involved in, and then his movies came out and just he exploded. But uh, we're going to go with Deadpool. Number three is okay. Deadpool. Deadpool is a character who was also part of the Weapon X program. Um, a mercenary who um, ended up getting the healing powers as well. But what's so cool about Deadpool is even in the comics and uh, in the movies, he breaks the fourth wrong mm-hmm. wall. And I love the the fact that he brings the audience in on the jokes. You know, even when he's you know going through his origin story, he even responds as he's like, "Well, it depends on how the writer's feeling. That's what my <laughs> origin story is going to be." And it and it really uh, point, points out a lot of cliche things and makes fun of itself and things with comic books, but at the same time, at its core, is a really cool character. Uh, um, when Deadpool came around, I was you know I was also into Spider Man, so he was like a jacked up Spider Man, like you know who like had swords, guns, he shot, and he had these uh, superhuman abilities. Um, so um, yeah, just Deadpool is just fully enjoyable. He covers the action, he covers the sci-fi part of it, and he covers the comedy of it. And it makes you feel like, you know, uh, when I was young, uh, <laughs> I used to read these books called Choose Your Own Adventure. And it kind of oh, yeah. like, love those. and then you choose which way you go. And I, I kind of, and it kind of brought you into the story. And same thing with Deadpool. I felt like he brought you along for the ride with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
I think Deadpool is great. Then the movies came out and everybody, you know, hopped uh, on the train. Hopped on the train, but like those movies were really cool, you right. know. So, and, and I think there was a fandom for Deadpool before because the movies wouldn't have been made without that, you know. Right. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds was pushing for it for a long time, and when the first uh, Wolverine movie oh. came out, which was awful, oh. when they said Deadpool was in, I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, what the hell do they do? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm so happy that like we we're able to get movies are truer to life to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, He's awesome. He also has this weird fascination with Spider-Man too. So I think it's weird. Like, I love Spider-Man. I love Deadpool. And they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually, since I am a like Spider-Man's like number one in my, in my books, like I was really excited to find out that Deadpool and him were buddies. Cause I do <laughs> love Ryan Reynolds and those Deadpool movies, like right. hilarious, just fun to watch. And, a character that if I had had a chance to read the comics would have loved to have yeah. read more yeah, uh, yeah. because of the, that breaking the fourth wall thing, like you were saying is f- so fun. And they yeah. also have a good story too. So he's doing the hijinks in the comics, but he also has a good story going on yeah. too. So you're just like, I need to know what's going up in the neck, but that joke was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know too much about Deadpool. Um, have not seen the movies. Mm. As I said a little, little bit ago, it wasn't so a intentional miss. Um, there's some movies that I just don't go watch. Yeah, like lots of movies. No, 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 no. There's some that I like boycott. Like mm-hmm. I, I am like I'm not watching. Right, right. At this point, shockingly, the Bond movies is not for any reason other than the fact that the, I still haven't seen the, it. Uh, Daniel like, Craig ones. Like, yeah, like or any of them. I've seen no Bond movies. Wow. So at this point, I'm just like intentionally not watching them. But uh, <laughs> because <laughs> I want to see if I can go my whole lifetime i'm sure you can i mean i don't know i've I've never even seen one on tv like i've i've you like change the channel yeah yeah, yeah. i've I've never seen one but the deadpool movies are not that way um the first one came out i think we were in phoenix yes for a tournament and i didn't see it opening weekend um so i when we got back i just didn't go see it i just like wasn't, wasn't that purpose. something like, oh, hey, we're going to go. And you were like, oh, we're going to be a Phoenix. And then we were like, well, we'll watch when we get back. And then you didn't show up. It was something like Probably that. Probably something like that. So yeah. I didn't go. And then after that happened, Deadpool 2 came out. Obviously, I can't see Deadpool 2 without seeing Deadpool 1. Right, right. It made no sense. And then <laughs> it also came out February 14th weekend-ish. Right, right. So I missed that one. And then I just haven't seen it since. What Kevin isn't saying is somewhere. that his birthday is February 15th. So he like wants it to be all about him mm. so that's why well, he can't go it see is him. all about me oh yeah. wow but, <laughs> yeah you see that? that was like that was but a little I, scary but i did go see black panther at midnight and yeah. it was the same weekend but it was black yeah panther, you did so. and i i remember you texted like oh man black panther's like you shut up you're such a <laughs> mouth i haven't gone because it's a little bit it's a little bit different for reasons right yeah, yeah. for the culture like, yeah. oh my god that movie i was like i'm not going to midnight show i don't care what it is but you better shut your mouth <laughs> I saw it in Phoenix for the culture. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so I just haven't seen Deadpool, right? And I, I think I want to. I think there's no reason I, w- I don't want to. I, I want to know more about his friendship with Spider-Man. Yeah, that's not in the movies quite yet. It no, could no, no, be I know. Now, yeah. But but like I just I haven't read any Deadpool comics either. Like I've seen Dead like Deadpool's everywhere now. Yeah. Right, so like even when Jason I, said, even yeah. when I try to go buy comics though, like half the time it's like Deadpool and this character Moon Knight and it was like Deadpool and these other random characters I'm like cool cool I don't want any of those because I don't know well he does have some team up genres yeah, like he, he teams went up out, quite you know? a bit quite often yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like kind of like a featured like he's kind of like his can, own little thing right? didn't he start off like featuring or coming in because he's so 
I guess, comedic, and they kind of started him off like, oh, this is random dude, and then he finally got his own comic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like he, he became really popular for what he was because he was different at that time. Nobody else was really doing that, breaking that fourth wall thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob Leefield, I believe, is his creator. He it was he said he wanted something different, something that was a little bit more uh, cool, but something he based it kind of off Spider-Man. He said, this is my version of Spider-Man, and, um, and it just really took off, and people, you know, Readers like to be brought into the world or kind of, you know, going along for the ride. Included, you know, and and throwing some swords and some guns and And equals cool. Yeah, some martial arts. He's got skills. So I looked here on the uh, Marvel's Ultimate, um, Marvel's Unlimited app, Mm -hmm. which is you can pay monthly and read comics on your iPad or your, your mobile device. Your mo- I don't know if it's on Android as well. Yes. So you can re- pay monthly and you can wa- and you could read comics. I like to read some comics. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to start with Deadpool v Gambit. Ooh. Maybe oh, that'll that. be a good one for me. <laughs> <laughs> one that I would enjoy because um, we know how I feel about Gambit. So you're such a hater. I think that'll be something I might enjoy. So I'm going to check that out and then I might wa- read after that. Deadpool versus Thanos, because that should probably be interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read that those up, see if I also find the uh, the comedy in Deadpool, because I know it's there. I hear oh, it's, yeah, there. it's there. Yep. So I'm You'll sure I'll it. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, sir, for Deadpool. Not a problem. At number three. Shinte, what do you have at number three? Uh, for number three for me, I have another person who has a very interesting story arc, and they come and kind of play along that lines of very, whether they're a hero or villain. I have Mystique. Oh, okay. Um, and at occasionally she is part of the X-Men team. Occasionally she is an antagonist of the X-Men mm-hmm. team, but she has an extremely interesting story. Like we said before, she's Nightcrawler's mother. Um, she is a shapeshifter, so she can change her form and can be anyone. Um, she can imitate their voice, their movements, everything. Um, and she also kind of has, because she can re reshape her shell her cells she's also one of those mutants where you don't know how old she is she's been around for a long time she's gone through a lot of things she kind of um she's been both uh rebecca romaine and uh jennifer, and jennifer lawrence, lawrence. <laughs> she's gone through some things right um and, and and her story arc it's it's interesting um they never really let you know where or why or how you know she just is there and and she gets involved with this witch um agnes or I forgot their name. It's not. It's not. Agatha? It's not Agatha Ag- Harkness. Actually, oh, I think it's another Agatha. witch. Oh, along. Yeah, Anyways, but she gets involved <laughs> with her. They they actually become like kind of like lovers, like confidant lovers things. And then um, there are these diaries, and and in these diaries are like kind of these secrets that somehow affect everything, life, reality, whatever. Um, and uh, her friend, lover, I forgot the witch's name, kind of hides them, and so there's this this overarching arc where they're trying to find these diaries and figure out what it's all about. And she's trying to protect it because it was like a dying wish of her friend. And then she's also getting into shenanigans. You know, she's, she was part of hellfire club for a little bit. She was with Magneto for a little bit. She kind of was doing her own thing. And then she was with the X-Men a little bit. So I think she's fascinating. Um, there's always something going on and all this, and you know, especially due to her powers, she can just show up <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Oh, it's, Oh, Agatha all along. No, it was mystique all along. We didn't know that. <laughs> um, I do like, how they portrayed her in both sets of movies yeah. in the original x-men you know she was portrayed as intelligent capable and 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 the fact that she proudly wore her blue skin to right. like show like i'm not trying to hide who i am and then in the the kind of re remake retcon or whatever um 
they kind of show how she might have gotten to that point. You know, they show how she gets to the point where she's proud of who she is and she can wear her own skin. Um, and then they kind of make it like where she has this relationship with Charles and they grew up together and everything. And, I, and that was a little confusing for me. But other, otherwise, I think they did good, except for they didn't bring up the fact that she's Nightcrawler's mother. I like that she has kind of that femme fatale, like, dynamic to her. You know, she could be she could use her stuff for good or evil right. but like because she is that shapeshifter she could she could seduce she could but she's so intelligent too that like could really use those wiles right in a way to like get it done like what she really like the, the ulterior motive exactly. so i like that element to her her she toes the line of uh, you know good or bad and you know um and yeah, like she's kind of in that gray gray area where you know, in her abilities, both actresses portrayed her like you know, great. Like mm-hmm. Rebecca yeah, Romaine did, did a great did job. So Jennifer good. Lawrence, like, I mean, um, so yeah, and I like the yeah the fa- the fact that she was proud to be a mutant and 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 really kind of conveyed that to other mutants, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of installed that pride in um in the mutant community. Mm-hmm. Mystique. So Rebecca Romaine as Mystique was uh. It was a good idea. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was interesting with Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique because she had so much more to do. Yeah. <laughs> when, the, when it was done by Jennifer Lawrence. I remember when they announced her as the uh, as the one playing Mystique. I was like, That's a, that seems like a waste of, mis- of Jennifer Of Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence right? <laughs> because I, we, all we knew was the Rebecca Romaine version. Right. right. So that was, I remember that being a thing. And then watching her with Charles and having her um, except who she is and everything like that. I thought that was cool. The uh, the the person that she was with was named Destiny. Destiny. And okay. she was right. a, a, a precog uh, mutant mm-hmm. that could see the future and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and that's the diary. So she like predicted all this stuff. And everyone was like, we got to find these diaries. And yeah. she's like, bitches, I ain't telling you. Yeah, because <laughs> she was blind. So it's just I just real quick read. Apparently Nightcrawler was supposed to be their baby. Mm-hmm. Like she was going to have Nightcrawler's dad. She gets pregnant with Nightcrawler, yeah. and they were going to raise him. But then Marvel thought that was too risque for her to have, to a, have lesbian a lesbian couple, couple yeah. a baby. So, but it's not too risque for her to get impregnated by a demon. Uh, just saying, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, there's a line, and you can't cross it with having a lovely family. But yeah. like that demon sex, that's okay. Lesbians yeah, yeah. are worse than demons. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, that's what they felt, and then so they end up. Uh, like retconning and having them basically raise Rogue mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. and that was their new daughter, if you will. Yeah. But um, Mystique, it, it, she's interesting because she is a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. But but that's that's not the the top, that's, right? That's correct. Like she yeah. she's this 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 this, and is a femme fatale. You know, <laughs> yeah. she has all these things. My favorite part of. The first sets of movies, and I think all of them for her is um, in the second one, X Men United, and they're going in and they're they're going to the little damn place and trying to get in. They're like, well, they want Wolverine, and they look at Wolverine, and Ma- Ma- Magneto's like, no, we need someone smart in there. And they look at Rogue, and she goes in, and they're like, how's she gonna get in? And it's like, boop, boop, boop. I'm in, guys. What's next? You know, it was just yeah. so <laughs> so. I wrote Mystique. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they looked at Mystique. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's. And then how she's with the Brotherhood and the Hellfire. She's like everywhere. She's everywhere. That's right. why you're like, is this you or is this? Are you Jason? Or are you Mystique right now? Nope. We don't know. Nope, I'm the president. Okay, guys, Jason, <laughs> Jason just turned. Jason just turned. It was Mystique all. Oh my god, he <laughs> just turned blue. Oh, it was cheap. me all along. <laughs> Mystique, she and she's so good at shape shifting and mm-hmm. playing. She's she is an actress, right? 
the whole way through. Mm-hmm. And so I think Mystique is a very good choice there. Thank you. Very, very good choice. Aaron, what do you have at number three? So every team needs a genius. And this team had a genius that could rip your arms off. And I'm going with Hank McCoy. Nice. Beast. Beast. I mean, what more do I need to say? He's he's he's, <laughs> he's a genius just, that can he, rip your arms off. He's a genius <laughs> that can rip your arms off. No, he's just he's he's that glue, that that intelligence that any of you know. One of my favorite characters tend to be the emotional ones because that is what I embody in in myself. And so yeah, he's a little emotional, and, and <laughs> I, I can be. And, and you do have your leader type, but you have you have to have that. Well, in this group, they had the genius that could. Kind of was the glue that the, just the guy in the van. The, yes, the guy in the van. But this guy was the guy Is in the van down by the river that could rip your arms <laughs> off. If he it. I don't know. Yeah, I, like he brought. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to be the voice of reason, but there's always a point where yeah. you kind of need to mm-hmm. kick some rip butt, some arms, rip off. somebody's arms off. But yeah, but I think I agree with that. I feel like especially because he was so intelligent, they trusted his his intelligence and wisdom. They were like, all right, this is going crazy, beast. Figure it out. What are we doing? So mm-hmm. yeah, they needed him. So that that's what I like, Bit Beast. I like also, you know, a lot. Uh, you know, the whole mutant thing was a, a you know a huge social commentary, and I think it goes back to you know how you can't judge a book by his cover. Like he looks, he's a fear. Yes, he's strong, he's fierce, but when you talk to him, he's intellectual and and he can be very gentle. And uh, you know, so I, I like that about Beast. That like you know you see him, you're like oh. And he's like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Yeah. You know, like, let's talk about know, philosophy. Let's talk about philosophy. I'm wearing my glasses. You know, I'm, you know, I'm gentle. <laughs> I was about to say that. I love how they put some glasses on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Yeah. These on. They're like, excuse me. I'm like, hey, do those even have lenses in them? Don't worry about <laughs> like, it. Or he'll be like, "Oh, you're in trouble. Hold my glasses." <laughs> and you, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses on, would you? <laughs> and it was so funny because he's like, not his voice is not. Like deep and scary. It's no, it's it's that Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, yeah. almost <laughs> a British like pip pip chitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's in the cartoon as well, mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. as the uh, mm-hmm. the movies. And he's a, I mean he's a genius. And him being blue and a giant like yeah, and the the canines, the like elongated yeah. sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. He and looks he a little like right. Sully from <laughs> from yeah, Monster uh, Z. Yeah, a little bit, but yeah, he I, looks I, like I, a blue Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> blue, blue Blanca, yeah. yeah. So he looks like that, and he's like, oh, "Let me figure out this equation." <laughs> yeah, like, hold on, I need to solve this quadratic equation. It's I'll like right Smart Hulk, right? It's like yeah, yeah you, a little bit like him, Smart Hulk, yeah. and you're like, "All right, so this dude could kill me, but then also figure out what happened to my cells after yeah. he killed me." Mm-hmm. That's scary. Bring me back to life and clone me and be like, sorry, I had to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) But now that you know. Pretty much. Not only could I kill you, I could bring you back. Yeah, bring you back. Yeah. (laughs) I like the fact that he was one of the original Mm X-Men. He's been there since the beginning Mm -hmm. with um, with Angel and with Cyclops and with Jean Grey and with uh, Hank. I don't know why he's winking. Hank at me. is beast. You mean yeah, Iceman? Iceman. I forgot. We mentioned it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I mentioned it earlier. I repeated it. I just wanted to bring it up again. You know what I meant. <laughs> I, I I like that. Uh, beast is dope, man. I feel like he doesn't get enough credit. He does not get enough credit. No. Um, they did pretty good with the uh, the younger version in the uh, second set of X Men movies. Yeah. I, I I liked that actor that played yeah, it. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas. Yeah, and yeah. they they. 
that kind of that transition to him mm-hmm. turning into turning blue because right. of mistake. Cause well, because he was messing yeah. around with some stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it was that was kind of cool to watch. Um, I mean, I don't know how the stuff happened in the comics, but I just I just enjoyed him, him in his role in the group and. The fact that, you know, he's a smart badass. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, how did you like playing as Beast in the video game? I don't remember ever playing as Beast <laughs> in the video game, to be honest. I was probably a Wolverine Nightcrawler <laughs> yeah, kind of guy. <laughs> was he even in the video game? Uh, he was in the... He was in that old arcade game. Yeah. He, was, he was in the arcade one, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, he was in the arcade one. I'm looking at him okay. right now. Yeah. So you can play that was there. that was my favorite was the yeah. arcade oh, one. Oh, yeah. Throwing oh, nickels four or five at players. Wonderland in there, yep. Oh, Wonderland. Yeah, Wonderland. Yeah, Nickel Arcade. Yeah, Arcade. Arcade. Oh, yeah. That's why I said Nickels yeah. earlier, not we quarters, used to, That was my yeah, jam. Nickel Arcade. And then you yeah. go into Hometown Buffet after. Yeah. Oh, was, oh, yeah. Hometown Buffet was right Wonder after, right, right next there. to Wonderland. Yeah. yeah so there was right a movie theater right there. And too. there was a movie theater. It was a, like a $2 movie. Theater. You could have a whole experience for $10. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. You, well, I was, yeah. yeah. Back then. <laughs> yeah, back then. But it was, yeah, that would be a great combo. A little Wonderland. Yep. Play your play your ten dollars in nickels yeah. and then go get your. I mean, if you you like your two dollar movie, two dollars nickels. That's forty nickels. That's <laughs> a lot. And you go into one in a hometown buffet and have dinner. Eight bucks. Man. Let's go. Winning. That's awesome. Back in the day, yeah. Hometown buffet, man. That was the spot. That was, that the, was spot. the spot. Did you guys, do you guys remember when we had buffets? That was. Yeah. Well, I went to Wicked Spoon the other day. Oh, is it open now? Yeah, they just opened back up. Yeah, yeah. tell them about How, it. How'd that work? Um, they they, <laughs> they have, serve you. They, they have it roped you? off, and then people serve it. They grab the stuff for you. Interesting. Yeah, okay. that's good. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. That. I went to a Golden Corral for the first time. Um, Why? When, you uh, should tell I him our Golden Corral story. <laughs> I saw commercials. So I went for one time. I remember when, like, you uh, were working at that Sprint store over there, and you're like, "I'm gonna go to go. To, I'm gonna walk down there." I was like, "Really? It's it's not gonna be worth the walk." Yeah, yeah. Kev. That's when you came to the store. Yeah, 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 and I was like, "It's not gonna be worth the walk, Kevin." I didn't walk that time, but I looked at another one. I wouldn't. That okay. was in the Golden Corral. Was in the parking lot. Yeah, the one in Charleston. Off of Charleston, Charleston yeah. and I worked there, and so I went to that one. When and that one first opened, right. all my kids were like, "We went to the buffet. We went to Golden <laughs> Corral." I was like, "Oh, which buffet? Golden Corral?" And I was like, "You passed mm. like five good buffets." They <laughs> go to that one. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was whatever. It was whatever. <laughs> but they, yeah, they serve you now. They serve you now. Okay, gotcha. But beast. <laughs> yeah, beast. You th- I think beast would destroy a buffet, and I mean, like, oh, just. I yeah. did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you did. Beast mode. <laughs> it was delicious. Um, for me at number three, I, as you guys know, I like a, I like a leader. And um, I went with Charles Xavier, hmm. the creator of the X Men. The one that lets them all live in his house. Um, the one that's played by Patrick Stewart. <laughs> oh, Patty Stewart. <laughs> and oh, James not, McAvoy? Not, not James McAvoy? And, and James McAvoy. And James McAvoy. And James McAvoy. Yeah. I think I enjoy... Um, I'm going to stop because I need to think about that. Go ahead. James McAvoy all the way. I think I like the Patrick Stewart version. I like the Jimmy Mac. I think Patrick Stewart, I was more comforted by him, but right. I think James McAvoy brought a, a gravitas yeah. that yeah. wasn't there. And I, I like the humanity inside, you know, the addiction right. arc and everything. Right. Um, but I mean, 
if I still love Patrick Stewart. No, I love Patrick Stewart too. That's why I love Days of Future Past when they collided them and mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I respect both of their characters. But th- like you said, James McAvoy, he had such a range of emotions and things mm-hmm. to go through, like yeah. the transition into the wheelchair and mm-hmm. and all that and stuff. The hair loss. Yeah, yeah. All, the hair loss. Like, like he had to he, take you us see there. him become yeah um, Professor X mm-hmm. exactly. But, but Professor Charles Xavier is is I have at number three because my guy is. A genius level intellect. Mm-hmm. He can read the minds. He well, finds anyway. the kids and brings them to the school and lets them know that they can be accepted. Mm-hmm. The what, the Xavier School of the Gifted is what it's the called or something like that. Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters or something like that. Mm-hmm. So him being able to bring those kids there is just to me. Well, I mean, it's not like the parents will say no when he tells them to say yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're going to bring you to school. And the parents will be like, no. I'll be like, when was that? Yes, of course, Professor. And you know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't he, think it was too difficult. I, I don't think he was he doing that, though. I think so. <sighs> well, they, once they get there, mm-hmm. they, like, put to, put to work. He works with them, trains them up. And then some of them, he makes them the fighting killing machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, he saw a lot of potential and and the uh certain certain characters, certain individuals, such as my number one, young Scott Summers. He uh found him and oh realized that he would make a fantastic leader of his group. Was the first one he found and tried like, Oh, down. you kiss ass well, fine, come on. He uh he has Jean Grey, <laughs> finds Kitty Pride, all these characters and all these X Men as he continues to fight against his brothers, the juggernaut, uh, has to deal with Magneto <laughs> on a regular basis in the mm-hmm. Brotherhood. He he wants everyone to live in peace and just to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that. He's the, uh, uh, people feel like he's an allegory for Martin Luther King. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And like Magneto's the Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. yeah. Exactly. And so, watching them out there, him do those things, this is why I like Charles Xavier. Charles! Charles. Hey, Charles. Charles. Having Cerebro. Charles Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> any words about Charles? Um, as a kid, I love Professor X. I love this like kind of like benevolent, kind of paternal character. But as I got older, I realized he didn't really do too much, right? Yeah, he found the kids and then he like had them go in there and like the other mutants trained them up and he kind of sat back and was like, yep, done, you know? Um, and besides the narcissistic <laughs> like tendencies of naming them X-Men after himself, um, he causes a lot of trouble because he meddles too much, you know, like he needs, it, there's a little bit of that ego there. There's a little mm-hmm. bit of that hubris. And then a lot of the trouble they get into is from him just, just going too far and not like, you know, one of those ones where like, you know so much about everyone else, but you have complete, like blind spot when it comes to yourself. So as I got older, I kind of got disenchanted with Charles a little bit. I kind of feel the same way. I, um, uh, McAvoy actually brought me back into Charles. Mm-hmm. So that make me understand. But I was like, he kind of, you know, like seeks out all this stuff. And then everybody around him goes and does the work. And then, yeah. and then he might get a headache from doing the stuff too much or something. <laughs> like, oh, oh gosh, Cerebro, I need to, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm not Bring too. Bring me my smelling salts. When I started thinking of my list, I was like, well, Professor X has to be on there. And then I was like, but does why? He, why? <laughs> but why? Does he why know? What does he, he do? He's got a really cool chair he sits in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. well, 
because the thing is whether or not he can walk he has the power and the abilities to do more he just does not (laughs) you're not wrong yeah right Right? and i'm just like you know charles um i mean he's the alpha level mutant Mm -hmm. right so he's one of the most he's not an omega level he's not omega no but he's like right underneath he finds mutants that are much stronger than him but he says cool hey you go out there Welcome and get shot at. Team. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Get shot out. Like, sure, I'll pay for everything, and then I'm going to go take a nap. Good yeah. luck. Good he's luck like, out there. He's, he's like a general manager, man. He's, well, he's, I was going to say he's a figurehead. Man. Yeah. That's right. right. And, right. and I've, I, I'm not pro or con, Charles. I'm just kind of indifferent. He's just yeah. there. And yeah. he, even like you, again, video games, he wasn't, you weren't playing. Yeah. You didn't play him. Oh, his character sucks. You just <laughs> went around in circles. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mind control. I don't know. Like, no, I just... I just never had a real connection to him. I mean, other than Patrick Stewart, I, Stewart, I did love. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, in the roles, yeah. and James McAvoy, like you guys said, like was great in the role, but there was just, it just like, never, no attachment to him. Right. 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 Although that scene where he does uh, with the phoenix when she does make him blow up briefly, yeah, that was yeah. pretty like, intense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was heart wrenching. That was tough. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, it, to me. You're, while you guys are correct, he d- there's more that he could do. I like the fact that there is more that he could do, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Scott, my favorite, go do this. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott, you gotta save them. Okay. You gotta get there in time. Okay. Yeah. I know I could probably teleport there, but you get there however I can you can. Stop them with my mind and make them rethink their choices. But I'd rather you go and shoot like, them. <laughs> Take your little red eyes with you. Well, I'm like, like, uh, you can't, you can't do it. He's like, I built Cerebro. I can still reach anyone in the world. But I'm still going to sit here. Send you in this <laughs> I'm going to send you here. I, right. I used it as a satellite. I found him. Go there. <laughs> Go get him. And when they leave, he's more. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> Someone turn the heat up. I'm cold. <laughs> it's cold in Cerebro. I could do it in my mind, but you better walk over and Which turn up that thermostat. I, I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. He's like, someone go turn up this thermostat. <laughs> yeah. Can't you see I'm in a wheelchair? Yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. Jubilee, come tuck like, me in. Sir, you can levitate yourself. I don't want to. Go turn it up and then get off my lawn. <laughs> I respect it. I love Professor X. I do feel like, uh, I mean, the loyalty of the the team, you know, he kind of, I, I'm not going to say buy it, but like coming and finding these vulnerable mutants in, you know, their most vulnerable time, they're, they're in their adolescence, their, or, or their puberty stage, and they're confused, and he finds them. He's and like kind of cult leader. Yeah, and he gives them this like safe place, and he's like, well, to, to pay for your way, you need to go kill some people. I, I mean, when you start really thinking about it, you're like, hmm, I don't know. But see, it's, it's not quite that. It's not. I mean, right. yeah, he doesn't like actively tell him to assassinate people, but right. he also doesn't tell him not to. <laughs> well, he lets them know, like, we're here to try to do something good. We're trying to do right. good by here. But he was definitely just like, uh, gotta take care of business. Yeah, though. Michael uh, MLK, MLK there. Yeah, yeah. He was like, whatever, whatever it takes, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we gonna try to do it peacefully. But sometimes we'll try. I have but. a dream, but I'm not going to give you this dream. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to give a, you the dream. Install the dream. I'm in putting your it into you. And here's, like, here's my dream. Here's my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's sitting out there doing the thing. I do also like the fact that both uh, Magneto and Jargon are like, you ain't playing with me, Charles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. The, clo- the people closest to him, his best friend and his brother are like, 
Fuck listen, you. Listen, we know what you can do, brother. We yeah. don't don't play with yeah. this. I mean, and I don't think why no one else is noticing that. You're like, dang, they they like really shut you out. Like, what? Maybe we should think about yeah. what's going on there. I think what it is, most of them are just like Charles would do that to me. Mm-hmm. But he's like, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like that's my brother if, like, and that's my best friend like we built this together like, and then he put that helmet on <laughs> <laughs> I stopped being able to read his mind yeah. what he trying to do yeah. <laughs> anyway Charles Xavier Charles number three. Xavier number three Jay what do you have at number two alright number two I think he embodies the um, the complexity and the impactful character in the Marvel Universe Scott um no huh great scott what, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's gonna be uh eric lyncher all right magneto um very much so the malcolm x to charles xavier's mlk he i mean in in xavier's defense he does say hey there is a better way but uh uh, Magneto's like no. Uh, like that way, there is a way, but let's not even think that about way that way. Working, <laughs> like, um, I mean, and his backstory is just crazy. Like he, you know, he dealt with the Holocaust, uh, and he lost, you know, his love, his people, his parents to you know uh, violence and people and prejudice, not, yeah, and prejudice and everything. And then, I, and, and I mean, his his character really introduced me to the world of how like. Um, you know, the world of X-Men is like real life. Like, you know, where mutants is kind of like a civil rights type of movement and where people can be misguided in certain ways of trying to, you know, uh, revolutionize that, that movement and, you know, and see different, different ends, but also respect where they're coming from and why they, um, they, they're, they have these type of motives Mm -hmm. because they weren't shown these, uh, um, these niceties, or they weren't treated with that same respect. They're meeting it with what they were, what they've dealt with, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and- I think like Magneto definitely has seen the worst that humanity has to offer, and then his response reflects that. Whereas Charles would want to see everyone at their best, exactly. and you know, and then Magneto's like that <laughs> and then just that complex relationship where he's really great friends with charles and then like they're both trying to accomplish the same thing and but they're just like no but this is the, this is this way and they're just going back and forth and then it, that also translates in you know magneto has went to help out the good guys and then he went back to his thing and same thing like he's had crews of people who were working for him on the bad side who've also went to the good side like uh mystique and mm-hmm. um so I think that just really showed the complexity in X-Men about how, like, the, it's not just black and white. You know, this person's not just a bad guy. This You get a, there's layers underneath. All right. And then, you know, and on top of all that, his power is just magnificent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you control, you ma- you know, metal, magnetize. He pulled Magnetism. the adam- adamantium off of Wolverine's yeah, bones. He ripped yeah. it off ripped of his it bones. Off, ripped it yeah. off of him. Like, and um, just the things that he can do is just, I mean... He's just a very powerful mutant, and just I, you know, I can see his Malcolm X's ways, and I and I and I respect him for it, you know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, Magneto definitely number two. So Magneto is just—he's very, very powerful, mm-hmm. very powerful. And then everything has like metal, very similar to Bobby mm-hmm. and Iceman, how everything has water in it. Metal is everywhere, everywhere. and. The way he uses it is always with a purpose. It's never for like folly. 
it's just interesting having that guy having that power, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, like we talked about him take being able to completely. And I think the first X Men, he completely controls Wolverine's body because of the adamantium. Yeah, it's metal. He, yeah, he's like, is that magnificent metal train. throughout your whole body? Flick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like throws him through the train. Him. Yep. It, and and all of it is with purpose, right? Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. He's very. He's not a g- genius level like. Charles, but he's extremely. I smart. would, I would disagree with that. I think Magneto is extremely he's intelligent, especially when you think that him and Charles yeah. built that together. So, like, you can't say that Charles is a genius when the man he he chose to build it with is not. You know, well, I feel like I feel like they don't play that side up to him, but he's they they do it more in the uh, scheming is the wrong side, but he's because he's the one that has this, I guess, the bigger agenda or like right. the louder agenda. Yeah. He. You know that side of him is not mm-hmm. really yeah. highlighted yeah. as much, and I think that's kind of like when you think about it, um, the characterization of villains of being like maniacal and and you know have having the mental health side. But when you, if if someone you. Let me try to explain that. When you look at someone and they're doing things that are quote unquote bad, it must be because of some sort of deficiency. So you, you can't equate an intelligent person with doing bad things. Right, right. Um, and so I think that's what happens to Magneto. People are like, well, he must be crazy. He's a bad guy. You're like, well, actually, no. And if you really, like Jason said, hear his backstory, get to know about, you're like, oh, wow, this makes quite a bit of sense. And mm-hmm. like you start to realize that he is actually very intelligent and on par with Charles. I think the best villains in Marvel are the ones where you could feel for, um, like Killmonger and um, mm-hmm. these, these other uh, you know bad guys, the ones that have these like r- really deep storylines and characterizations. And you're, and you're like, okay, I see why. You know, they may have they this type of The ones you can relate to. The ones right. you can relate to. Right. Uh, I mean, hot take. Thanos may be right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't love how he got there. Well, but. There's literally a subreddit called Thanos is right or something. Oh, like yeah, that. Like, <laughs> but yeah. there was also someone somewhere they were like, Thanos did it wrong. Like he did was it. right, but he did it wrong because he halved all life. But so you just not only halved all the people on it, but you also halved all the resources. So you actually did absolutely nothing for nothing. Well, did you have like, Plants, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, everybody the all vegan. no all life. Maybe he wanted people. To so go vegan. everything is <laughs> half of what it was before, <laughs> including plants, including animals. So like the resources that you're saying everyone's fighting over and making scarce, you so kept them exactly the same uh, like so proportional level. So Thanos killed Bambi's mother. What a jerk! <laughs> that <laughs> bastard! What a jerk! It would, it would be interesting. I, he was right, though, the resources. If he just killed, like, well, if he just snapped away half of the, the Half humans. of the, I guess, sentient life or human beings. Race. Well, not humans, because they're, he was going the whole galaxy, so there's oh, lots right. of types of But as soon as those things die, beings. they regrow again, and then there's less humans to consume them. I guess. So Thanos, you might be right. Uh, or he could have done it in a more efficient way. Yeah. Like well, anyway, maybe we don't have to wait for stuff to dis- regrow. He should have put a disclaimer on that snap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the villains He's like, are, wait, wait, wait. Asterisk, asterisk. The, the villains that are complex are the ones that are the best. So Thanos, um, Killmonger, like you said, uh, Doctor Doom, uh, Eric, Magneto. Mm-hmm. These guys, they have a mission and you understand that they have a mission. Mm-hmm. And not only do you want to know what the mission is, you low-key 
could. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, not too bad. Like, I kind of see where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I mean, mean, if it happens, it probably would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't actually be like on your side. Should, what they mean, do what they want to do over there. I just want them to cut half the traffic on the 15. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, they're closing a the spaghetti bowl this weekend, guys. So keep oh. that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I get what you're going with Magneto. I like Magneto a lot. You know. Shante, how you feel about Maggie? You like him? I do love him. And like like going back to my, you know, the gray area, um, he is the grayest of gray, even mm-hmm. up to his hair. Yeah. Um, and as <laughs> I started learning more about the story and his history with Charles and like some of the things he's trying to do, um, I'm like, dang, I, I think I'm on Magneto's side, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Magneto is a good choice. Give a shout out to Ian McKellen. Oh yeah, Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. I want him to be my grandpa so right? bad. Right? I'm gonna be like, Ian okay, just, awesome. just adopt me because I want to be like, that's my grandpa. Him and Patrick Stewart's bromance is pretty. Oh, funny. I do yeah. love it. No. The fact, like, talking about embodying characters, like, mm-hmm. I believe them. But <laughs> I mean, Michael Michael Fassbender was no slouch either. Though. No, like, oh, yeah. he, he was mean, not. Yeah. He was not. I like no. I liked it better yeah. than Ian McKellen, but. But I think it's the same thing, like um, James McAvoy. Like it, you got to know the character. Right. A lot you yeah, got to know the characters side. at yeah. a deeper level. They kind of hinted at it in the first set, like he had the the tattoo from from the mm-hmm. concentration camp. Well, like, you have oh. the opening sequence where he's at the camp, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And then in the other one, they like really like oh well, they like showed how kind of they were trying to torture him a little bit to get mac- make this powers manifest, and yeah. Nice. Yeah. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Shante, who do you have at number two? So at number two for me, I have a character that's gone through many iterations, but I'm focusing on one, and that is Jean Grey as the Phoenix Force. Mm. Um, I personally don't like Jean Grey alone. But even I have Jean Grey as well. Oh, high five. Oh, no. Oh. Um, like, her alone, even though she is very powerful and she's, like, Omega level, like, at the Phoenix Force and just, like, chef's kiss. It's ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, She, I mean, I... They did not treat it well in either of the movies. Um, uh, no, no shots at Sophie Turner though. She tried. No, I, it, that's not her fault. She didn't write that movie. She's just trying to get a paycheck. Girl, you got you got to do what you got to do. But they, I don't know. You have so much material. You don't have to do anything. Just make a movie right. Make the story yeah, right. Make it right. good. Like, uh, it's awful. But the Phoenix Force, Jean Grey's Phoenix, I mean, magnificent, so powerful, um, and it's good to see how, you know, the affinity Phoenix Force had, you know, Jean Grey as a character, she she's very powerful, but she's... Which is crazy, right? So she's already a, a great empath. Yeah. She's already a great telepath. Right. But uh, she has no confidence. Right. And she, and the Phoenix Force comes and they're like, girl, look at all this power we got here. Look yeah. at you, girl. Look at you, yeah. bitch. You dope. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's dope. like, oh, I am, I aren't am I? Dope. Yeah, let me go ahead and Feeling run things. My- and and like the stories they went through and like you know again that area of gray where you know she she started feeling herself too much and started going to the dark side and coming back and like the redemption arc and also the fact that phoenix has such an affinity for gray dna that like her daughter now has the phoenix force and like the Scott phoenix was the phoenix at one point too yeah and the phoenix was like you're not that great That's not <laughs> but like the phoenix like searches out her family because they're like dang gene okay i gotta stick with you so um you know i 
I, it was fascinating for me when I first started reading the story and I stuck with it. And so when the movies came out and they kind of teased to that Phoenix and then that third movie came out, I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is not the Phoenix. What were you thinking? So I, I hope one day they get it right because the, it, it deserves it deserves it to be told the correct way. Unfortunately, I only really know it from those uh, Shantae's passionate um, takes of fails. <laughs> and, you know, it they weren't great. No. Um, I'm not a. I don't know enough about Jean Grey other than from you know maybe the cartoon a little bit. Right. Um, her kind of her love story stuff. Um, the movies with Scott. You know, it just the Phoenix I know is all powerful. Like like one of the upper echelon, like top of the top, like baddie, like badass powers. MCs, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I just. I don't know enough to like go other than yeah. what the movies but did. Th- the for fact her. is, she was that powerful. She was powerful before, and, the, and that's mm-hmm. what drew Phoenix to her—the affinity yeah. there. Because she was yeah. already an Omega. Yeah. She was already mm-hmm. Omega, and Phoenix yeah. was like, mm, let's, mm, mm, let me get yeah, into so this. the comics—they really fleshed out that story. It was yeah. a really good story. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they could not translate it to anything well. No. Um, I feel that. Um, but Jean Grey as a character, like you said, she doesn't have confidence, so it's hard for me to get behind her and mm-hmm. be rooting for her. And then when she gets the Phoenix, I just felt like it was like a like a cheat code. Like, like, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> hey, she's like, we the, had a game, Jean. She's like the You're god level cheat codes thing. before. Yeah, I know. I did like cheat codes, but then you don't feel like it's really earned. <laughs> and then so, uh, and that's how I feel like. Like, yes, Phoenix is a great story. Phoenix is very powerful, and it was a big deal. But I just didn't. She didn't earn me as a character. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. wasn't. I you know I wasn't in a Jean Grey, which kind of messed it up for Phoenix. You know. So I think I I am right with you. And then that story brought me, and I was like, I'm on board now. Like right. Jean Grey by yourself, girl. If yeah. you faint one more time, yeah. The, sto- <laughs> the story was good. I give it to you. But so, that story, I was like, I am here. But for, for it. me, I was cool with like because she was fainting. Like she because her powers were so hard for her to yeah. handle right they're, they're like they were too much especially as she like was young mm-hmm. it was a lot right. she's like hearing yeah. voices mm-hmm. she can fly using her own mind yeah. essentially move objects yeah. move lots of like it's, heavy things and yeah heavy heavy stuff and she's just doing this unbeknownst to her and she can't really control it and then when charles talks to her he's like okay so we have the same powers but you're like way, way more powerful and i'm more intimidated <laughs> yeah exactly i can't i can't even necessarily control what you can do here and she's like well help me and he's like i don't know how much i can yeah like, that was i i always liked that the powers kind of outweighed her mm-hmm. right and then i love that the phoenix force was was like no, you can hold your help yeah girl up. get your you shit got together this. we got this you right let's do this right. and then Unlike others, the Phoenix Force, as you said, is like a, as Aaron was saying, like a, a level of, of, of power that was one of the most powerful in, yeah. in the galaxy. By it not just coming and finding her, but her completely merging with it mm-hmm. and becoming the Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like accepting it as her Lord and Savior. That was the Dang. amazing thing to me because she becomes the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to like others that have fragments and then have to like right. leave because they're like, eh, I can't. I don't know about this. Yeah, I can't <laughs> take it. Yeah. But Jean is like, oh yeah. 
Yeah. This is where yeah. I belong. And that's why I keep seeking out. You're like, dang, Gene, I need to stick with you. Oh, you got a daughter? Oh, you got a son? Yeah. You got all these Let's people? Let's try Rachel. Let's try yeah. Hope. Yeah. Let's try Scott. Let's get in this. Let's see what's up. None of yeah. these are great. Yeah. Where's like, Gene? Where's Gene? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get on my nerves. Yeah. So I, I, I'm with you. That's why I have Gene Gray at number two as well myself. Mm-hmm. Gene Gray. Aaron, who do you have at number two? This is where I put Storm. Okay. I think Storm is a complete badass. Um, you know how I have a, a feeling for one element of ice with Bobby. This <laughs> lady can control everything. She could do it on Earth. If she had to go to another planet, she could control their elements. Mm-hmm. I mean, she don't like you. She mad at you. Well, guess what? We're in Vegas, but she's going to make the freaking ocean hit me with that freaking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the biggest freaking tsunami ever. You know, like this, she's so powerful. She was the leader um, for a while. Um, I liked playing her in the video games. She was a little badass. <laughs> in the video and game, though, in the, in the X-Men 2 game, all she did was like throw a world, like a little uh, like a hurricane, not yeah. a hurricane, the tornado. I'm, 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 I'm reaching, I'm reaching back like thirty years here, guys. <laughs> oh, so am I, so am I. So yeah. it was but I liked her. She could fly. Well, she's just dope. The reason I bring that up is because I thought Storm was whack when I was a kid because of the video game. Mm-hmm. Because all she would do is those little tornadoes. But and then like in the cartoon, cartoon yeah. they underutilized her heavily. Mm-hmm. They should have used her more. Um, but the the cartoon was mainly about going to me and uh, Gambit. And <laughs> <laughs> they talked about that. That's all they did is they focused on that and they're like, Wolverine's dope and Mona Scott's me. a bitch. That's kind of what they did in the cartoon. Did Kevin just give away what we're going to talk about here in a minute? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's what they did in the cartoon. Wolverine's dope preview. and Scott's but a bitch. Um, I think, I mean, in the cartoon, and I guess I can talk about it a little more later, but I think the cartoon, um, she had her story arcs in the, in the cartoon. I think it did a lot of Phoenix Force too in that one, um, but they they explore you know her origin story. They explore you know her strength and and why she is the leader. Um, and you know X Men split into the blue and gold team, and yeah, she, was she was the leader the of the gold team. Mm-hmm. Like got that ch- bling bling. Um, so <laughs> you know I'll say more later. But no, I just I, and I knew you would. That's why I wasn't like we'll wait, we'll wait. But yeah, I I think that she for with her powers and then her leadership skills like i actually feel like she's a true leader instead of a whiny little bitch. right nice i got with that why, why we gonna get there jason <laughs> I, by the way i just winked at kevin because he winked at me earlier yeah he's winking all one? day he's all, all right. right so at my number one is you know it's a unanimous thing everybody already knows Wolverine. Definitely not unanimous. No, it wasn't I, unanimous. I actually have Wolverine at one, too. Right, Wolverine. Not unanimous. Wolverine is the quintessential X-Men. Like you said, he is the poster child for X-Men. And Scott is. And who's Scott? Who? Scott? Uh, Scott Bale? And it's for good reason. I thought about it for a while, like maybe, you know, Put Magneto number number one because I didn't want to be that guy that just you know goes with the popular thing, but he's that popular because of what he is, and it's I mean he's he's that antihero. He's been through so much. Um, he's I, he lived with wolves. He lived with Native Americans. He was a samurai. He's, Japan, he's yeah. uh, I mean, and then he's that complexity is off the chart. Like he is really gruff, but he still has that tender side that he has to you know. Traverse back and forth. I'm not going to say anti-hero. I'm going to just say an emotional 
He's just that severely no, emotional character. He's the Raphael. He's right. those in, in your group dynamic, and I related to him. Mm-hmm. So not only is he the figurehead of it all, but like I related to him in terms of my own connection. So that's why I also have him slotted here, too. Not right. only is he like the most well-known, but he is, like to me, there's that connection in terms of that emotional side, but also the fact that he grows a ton through that you know mm-hmm. he yes he's emotional early on in, in what we know of his life and then you learn more and in, in, in the swings and things like that but he grows and i like that growth and i i feel like i can put myself in that same yeah. spot and see my growth where i don't let those emotions kind of overwhelm me i think he's the embodiment of perseverance after going through mm-hmm. negative stuff like he perseveres uh you know even if he you know his girl is with some chump he's persevering <laughs> through it you know through the red-eyed chump and uh so i mean like but like i know his body's been through so much so much pain so much turmoil yeah. and it's repeatedly like he'll be doing fine and then he'll have a terrible dip and all of a sudden now metal's being ripped out your body and yeah. you're walking around with bones and shooting instead out of your, your yeah so but he just always, you know, conquers it and, you know, not without, you know, some emotional disarray. But, you know, I mean, it, it just shows you can come back from a lot and be that leader and not only leader, but help other people, too. So there's this line that I love. And I don't know if it was in the movie or if it was in one of the comics or something. But like, you know how his his blades come out of his knuckles and someone asked him, does it hurt? And he says every time every like time. that is his life like uh, every time I, I was gonna say two words bone claws like, <laughs> you know like that's what they were at one point too but yeah you're right like it is literally ripping through his skin, skin. every yeah. time every time so painful yeah. wow yeah so yeah, yeah. Wolverine. So Wolverine yeah. number one champion yeah so I, I mean, scot free I respect the 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 decision I, I obviously I disagree, but um I mean I respect it like i i I'm not gonna be like you're completely wrong you're completely wrong <laughs> <laughs> so wolverine is the is the face of the x men mm-hmm. at this point of the story. A lot due to Hugh Jackman and Wolverine's anti-hero-ness. Aaron, you said you were going to talk about his anti-hero-ness? Uh, no. No. In fact, he's talking about how he's not an anti-hero. The emotional side, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, sorry. You're just all wrong when it comes to Wolverine, aren't you? You're just all wrong in general. Listen, Wolverine, all he does is he's cool, he has claws. People like that. I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the hate. What? Hate, hate, no, hate, 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 no, hate. You should hear me through that. Okay, okay. Because yeah. Scott has to work with hate all the time. And that's so because he's that's useless. why he's one of the best that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Okay. But Wolverine, all he gets is love from all of you sycophants out there that just want to kiss you know who here sounds like a sycophant is it us or is it him it sounds like you said that we're supposed to like people because they suck and then not like people because they don't (laughs) 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 what wolverine wolverine he's fine logan is fine people people love him he's a fan favorite okay there's a reason uh, it's because he's like a cool guy and he has hair and he like has claws that come out of his knuckles <laughs> and all the things that we just discussed. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, we, yeah. We, we all agree with that. <laughs> we all agree. 
Go ahead and talk about Storm shit, Tay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Storm, number one, here's why. So, let's talk about Aurora Monroe. She is from Africa. She grew up on the streets. Um, Actually, in her tribe, she's considered a goddess. And, like, let's be honest, she is. Um, And... You know, when she's growing up, her mom is killed and she becomes an orphan. So she's running the streets and she gets fined by found by Mr. Sinister, actually. And she he turns her into like a little thief. So she's pickpocketing, getting herself into trouble. So, I mean, she's not some Boy Scout who is only one sided. You know, she has a lot going on. Um, And then she she finds the X-Men and she she goes to school. She becomes a leader um, and she's awesome she's leads the gold team like we talked about before there's a couple of arcs when like uh quite a few people died and she took over and she kind of galvanized and brought them back together um and then like we said before she is a queen because she married uh t'challa so she's the queen of wakanda um and on top of all that she can control the freaking weather she can control everything in our planet and not only that she can breathe in outer space and not only that you know she she's a phenomenal fighter too so she brings all these things to the 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 table and then on top of that she's an excellent leader she's wise she's a great person to go to for advice and she's one of the most stable people on this team like all these people go through some crazy crap and she's one of those like all right guys let's get it together we, we got to go take care of business and I, I love the fact that she's also has these vulnerabilities like you know her claustrophobia that she um suffers through and she has to overcome them and i think she just does a great job of embodying you know how a leader can be multifaceted how a leader has to, does have weaknesses and how you have to overcome them and you have to do what's best for the greater good and and she's magnificent. What can I say? And also, <laughs> um, growing up, you know, being a little black girl and like, not only is she in the comic, but she's not a token character. She's right. not there just to be like, okay, yeah, we got, we got diversity. She actually brings heft and she carries her own weight. She puts that team on her back and she flies them to outer space, you know? So <laughs> like being able to see that and identify with that and, and, and know like there was a lot going on, um, She's always my number one. I mean, we've talked about this before. We talked about superheroes before. I don't think any of you guys are shocked that she's not my number one. Um, That's where she deserves to be. No, she's she is incredible. I mean, I have her. Oh, she's Omega level mutant, by the way. So like the she's on most of our lists. She's she's on all our all of our lists, right? Uh, no, she's Kevin only not her. on mine, but like not for any reasons other than I wanted to put the juggernaut on there, so okay. I like move things around. Mm-hmm. She was originally on my list. Uh, she's not honorable mention. It's not any like shots. I just definitely wanted her. I, I wanted. I knew. I knew the storm would be here, mm-hmm. right? I knew she was gonna be here. I just wanted to talk about the juggernaut. So yeah. that's that's yeah. the only reason. Because Rogue originally, when I was my first iteration of the list, Rogue was at five, and Storm was at three. But then I was like, I really want to put the juggernaut on there. I like to have someone fun at five. So I'm going to take Storm out because I know Shantae will definitely be talking about her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't think she'd be at one because what? of reasons. Um, I, I know you didn't think I was going to have Cyclops <laughs> anywhere on Cyclops. my list. I, I, we've talked about this so many but, times. You know, for reasons, but I think um, her storylines are the most interesting because of her background and where she came from and what she can do like you said breathing in space being able to control the elements and 
being well respected mm-hmm. it's just it just makes her amazing especially with her being a woman of color being played by Halle Berry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry played her come on <laughs> Other than the ship, she plays she plays her now. Yeah. And if we're talking about like relationship. Yes, she's with T'Challa. She's with Wolverine for a little bit. Scott was trying to hit it. Let's be honest. Like she's <laughs> people were trying to get with her. But you know what? She was like, It's not about that, guys. It's about the greater good. We gotta we gotta stay focused. So yeah. All right. she, she cool. She cool. I love Storm. Storm. Mm-hmm. Storm is good. There's only one person though I love more than Storm. Wolverine? He is an oh omega yeah, Wolverine's level. actually. He's an he omega level. actually is not. He is an omega level. I just Everybody else in his family is. I just looked it up. <laughs> I just looked it up. He was alpha, and he, they are also called omegas. No, no, alpha is not omega. So I just looked it up. I literally just looked it up. Alpha it was, is, it said is, Cyclops, Storm, uh, Franklin Richards, Rachel Summers, uh-huh. and then it said also known as omega level. Yes, well, him alpha as well. Is not omega. Scott. How is he omega? Level? Summers. He is not omega. I think you you're on the wrong side. <laughs> Scott Summers is. It, it was uh, it was uh, Kevin's wiki. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Kevin'swiki.com. Gotcha. Oh that yeah, would let's, be impossible. Let's all look this up. So that means somebody with Omega level mutants. I'm looking at it right here. What what? Omega level mutants right here. Mm-hmm. Boom. On Kevin's wiki. What name is that right there? At the bottom. Um, He's still on the list, I believe. But why? Why is he Omega his, level? He, I will tell you why. He, okay. If somebody gets you power out of their hands, they already got one up on them. What makes him Omega? Yes. Well, he's got to be looking all over the yes. place. Yes. You're like, oh, I got eyes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I got ten eyes. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I have Cyclops at number one. If anyone that hadn't caught that by now, because uh, Scott is Scott, Scott Summers is the best mutant out Incorrect. there. Um, he was the first one selected by Professor Xavier to be the leader. Because he's a kiss ass. So explain this this idea that he's a kiss ass. Talk to me about this. In the movies, or we're talking about the movies. I'm talking about in general. He's he's out there leading the team. He also knows how to alpha level mutant. Like he I'm knows. I just did you just see the list? Yeah, I'm on this list, and it says he's an alpha level mutant. He it knows was confirmed the, that he's alpha, <laughs> which is just, not Omega. I just read a list that said Omega. Anyway, he knows when to break bad. He knows when he's he's always looking out for his people, always. Even when well, he's working in the gray, he's out there doing the things he has to do. Yeah, he working had little, in the gene gray. Little, well, so let's, yeah, he had a little trips with Emma Frost. You know that happened. It happened. And like a clone of Gene and like Look he's, at this list. He's, he's on the, it says Omega Level Mutants, but when you click on Cyclops, the first yeah. thing it says Cyclops' status as an alpha level mutant. <laughs> Why is it on the Omega list? I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> the list that you held up. I'm yeah, like, let's I look didn't at this. Click his name. I just saw you it. Click you his name you should probably you click, do some alpha. research. It says alpha. I literally just went by the list and said Omega. Anyway. <laughs> That's all you needed, huh? Anyway. Yeah. That's all I needed. He's, he's a, looking for that he's, confirmation bias right a, there. He was an alpha level human. Mm. Mutant. <laughs> human. Mutant. My guy's out here doing the things that he has to do for the team. Always for the team. The Phoenix Force, when it came down, it was one he was one of the Phoenix Five, him and Namor, a couple others, Emma Frost, other people. <laughs> Emma Frost the one he was cheating on Green Jean Grey with oh. That's that's oh. the one. And that's the one. And he's uh, a cheater. Well yeah, I mean that's not a problem. <laughs> I mean, you want a Wolverine up in the beat. Hitting, hitting it with Jean Grey too when she was a married woman. You were fine with that a minute ago. 
Yep. Weren't you? Mm-hmm. Weren't you? Because well, they were, they were broken up. They were on a break. They were on a break. So on the X-Men wiki, so another level, Omega Mutants. Known level Omega Mutants. Cyclops is not on here. I feel like everybody else in his family is, though. I mean, you can look at what he does and know he's not Omega. No. You just look what he, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. He defeated I mean, Mr. Sinister on his own, right? So? He went out there. He he worked with his brother, Havoc. And oh, he had to work. He needed help? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no. He worked on his relationship with Havoc uh-huh. and became dope. With that relationship. You could you could barely get that out. He beats up Apocalypse. He goes out there. He like I said, the Phoenix. He beats him up because he can look at him while he was. So okay. Let's I'm gonna talk about this right now, right? So his power is obviously laser blasts from his eyes. Psionic. Right. He can't control it. He can't control it. He doesn't know what to do with it. He's like Jordy LaForge, but not as cool. Cooler, actually. No, not at all. Cooler. Jordy just couldn't see. He didn't have lasers coming out of his eyes, Shantae. Yeah, and he didn't have to worry about blinking too hard and killing somebody. Because that's how power is like. It's like my guy, the inhuman. um, Oh, don't bring uh, up Black Bolt. (laughs) Black Bolt. Don't. It's like the inhuman Black Bolt. The guy who never uses his power. If he whispers, he will destroy So he never uses his power. Because he knows how powerful it is. Oh, my God. So there's no comfort. We don't know. We don't know how powerful it is. He doesn't know because he never uses it. We don't know. That's the point. He has. It's like he doesn't have a power. He had to learn somehow, and that's how they learn, by destroying things. And then they had to get it in check. Which is why Scott has the visor to keep his stuff <laughs> under control. Say it again. That's why Scott has the visor. A visor. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I didn't know we were talking about visors on the number one mutant. <laughs> yeah. Well, why wouldn't number one X Men? Because he hey, cause... set visor to stun. <laughs> you can just. <laughs> the visor's always set to kill, and whenever he opens his eyes. No, no, you just... see him adjusting. He Listen, can adjust. yeah, he just, he adjust. Listen, Aaron. Aaron here. You played Aaron's the video game. Aaron's not on your side. Aaron played the video game. I did. Cyclops could shoot lasers at those enemies with his <laughs> eyes every single time. You know, uh, yeah, it's a directional blast. You know what else is a directional blast? Gambit's car throw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he can throw several of them. He can throw several at a time in several <laughs> it's, directions. It's like he has eyes all over his body. <laughs> <laughs> if he takes a whole deck or two, wow. <laughs> 100, 100 blasts. <laughs> listen, I'm not, listen, I'm Cyclops here. is like, oh, hold on, I'm going to kill you over here. Hold on. Oh. Let, me, let me turn around. Hold on, I'm going to kill you over here. Like, oh, they're behind me? I can't see them. I'm oh. useless. Okay, <laughs> listen, I'm going to talk to the people. Screw all three. <laughs> no, 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 I, 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 get my, I get my bag on Scott time. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, go, we already let, went. Your let, turn, Aaron. Let's go to another fandom. He's um he's like a Hufflepuff. He's he's a potato. It's just boring. <laughs> like, what? out of all the There's other... nothing going all on. All of the yeah. other origin stories and things like that, like, it's it's meh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's why I don't like him. And then he's this... I'm a gentleman. Dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm a good but guy. I, and I'm going to sleep with every girl who comes near me. Oh, my God, just you're so Emma nice Frost? to me. No, Rachel Pryor, Emma Frost. You know, Rachel Pryor was a clone of Jean Grey, and he didn't notice. Everyone's like, uh, Scott. He's like, what? Emma Frost, Jean Grey, like. <laughs> or Madeline Pryor, whatever her name was. <laughs> yeah, just like, 
It's uh, Jean. It's what? Like, it's Jean. She looks just like Jean. No, it's this Jean. is Madeline, guys. He I couldn't, know he couldn't see about. through his uh, ruby red uh, lenses. <laughs> right, right. He's blind in more ways him. than one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like, oh, but I can't yeah, see. Scott is basically Cedric Diggory to me. He's talented, but he's just kind of meh. Yeah. He uh, constantly absorbs solar energy. So do all of us. Through his eyes. It's called vitamin D, optic blast. Guys. So, so believe, you're telling me I can't believe you let these movies shape how you feel. No, I'm not. No, we're not talking about God. movies. I'm talking about the comics. Give me three super cool things about Cyclops. I just did. Like I gave you a bunch, man. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, I don't think any of us heard. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We didn't hear any. We're cool just things. saying obvious things. Like he shoots out of his eyes. Listen, first, listen, okay, first off, he's the leader of the X. Great he's effect. Of the the X-Men. Great effect of the but, video games. but okay, how did he become the leader? Did he have to prove himself? Did he have to like fight no, to the was, top? He was, he was found first. He was just the first. Oh, he, he was, was the first in line. He was early. <laughs> So he's always he, was, he has he was, a good watch, and I hate that guy that does that. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was selected. No, he was I was selected. here first. I was here first, Charles. It was it was he was selected by Charles. Mm-hmm. He felt like Charles Charles saw something in him, but Charles didn't like Charles. Charles saw him first. Yeah, Charles just saw him. That's it. <laughs> he was the only one there. Hey hey, I should start school. You're here. I'll there do it. Go. I'll do it. Listen, I I'm I'm done. I can't even. So you couldn't get two and three, huh? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You guys are talking Go ahead. About do two and three. Do two and three. Okay. So first off, he's he's also, he's the father of hope. Uh-huh. He has, his lineage is strong. She got that from her mama. How? Mm. No. There's Rachel. There's several Summer's there's children. There's several Summer's children Nathan. from from Jean Grey. He's cool because he's the father of somebody cool? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, gotta come better than that. Oh. Gotta start somewhere. She get it from her mama. <laughs> gotta start. He's the brother of someone cool. <laughs> like I said, his family is dope. <laughs> and then you have Scott. You're like, oh yeah, Scott's here too. Uh, I know Kevin Hart's uh, Kevin Hart's brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do. You're cool. He's awesome. Oh wow. He's a skilled martial artist. He, I mean, he is. I don't really know. I don't know. <laughs> These are the attributes of the top X Men. My number one. He's my number one. I love right. this dude. Okay. I love this dude. But I commend so you. I commend yeah. you. He's a great strategist. No, you guys don't like strategists. I feel like Beast is the the strategizer. Yeah. I feel like Storm is the strategizer. I don't know about Cyclops. It's like everything that you say good about Cyclops. There's another character. There's someone who's like, I feel like they're better. better. <laughs> like, but yeah. he does it too. Like he does it also. He's like the guy who. Well, his- I mean, when they split the teams up, he got blue team and Storm got gold team. But he got his own team though, right? Yeah. Did Wolverine get his own team? Wolverine didn't need his own team. Because Wolverine sucks. <laughs> no. I mean, I feel like they Wolverine gave him sucks. his own team because they're like, well, we don't want to hurt Scott's feelings, so let's give him blue team. We don't want to hurt Scott's feelings. And then we, we can get Storm no, in there with the real team. That makes sense. Yeah, they were, they're, that was so nice of them. I think yeah, Storm so thoughtful. I think Storm was being dubbed the leader, and then Scott walked in and said, hey, I thought I was a leader. And he was like, oh, uh, she's uh, got the uh, gold team, and you're the uh, blue team. Because you're yeah. true blue, like a dog. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. All right. All right. I All mean, right, we're done the here. Biggest, I'm, I'm done. The biggest story arcs for, for Cyclops is always about him trying to catch some lady. Like, he's, he's it's like, aren't or, you supposed to be... keep his Yeah, aren't you supposed to be fighting? The Phoenix and, and Force, the X-Men versus Avengers. The Phoenix Force comes out there. He they he comes apart of Scott. 
they're trying to help that team out there. That nothing to do with no lady. Mm-hmm. They were like, Phoenix was like, dang, G must be busy. <laughs> All right, Scott, I'm gonna hang out with you. You can't stay away from her for too long. All right. Listen, we're just gonna like ride. We're gonna yeah, just we're ride. Gonna ride. We're gonna around. ride with you until Gene uh, shows up. I'm I'm done with you guys. I, okay. You guys are never gonna understand. Cyclops is the guy that like when the X Men all go somewhere, they're like, wait, where's Scott? <laughs> He's, he's the one you guys gone. left Scott. He's in they're, the front. He's in the back the loading up the, the pack. And Scott's like, wait, you guys had a party? You guys <laughs> had a, oh, 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 were you, were you, were you not there? Like, oh, shh, shh, shh. Don't tell we him about the text to, chain. Don't tell him about the text chain. We forgot to call Scott. Oh, we forgot. <laughs> who was supposed to call Scott? Not me. I don't Listen. have his number. <laughs> he's like, Gene, why didn't you tell me? Listen, all Cyclops does is go around and have to fix things that People are messing up. Cyclops is like your neighborhood Karen. Like <laughs> I, he's gonna narc on you for everything. <laughs> I'm telling Professor X. I'm telling oh, Charles. Oh, their their hundred watt bulb. It should be a forty watt bulb. We're gonna call the community. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one who calls him Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love Scott. I love Cyclops. I have the number one. Shantae, run through the list. I'm tired of you guys. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Don't cry like Cyclops. Kevin's All right. Don't cry like... I'm about Ke- to break this microphone. <laughs> Kevin's going to kick us out of the house. Really. Yeah, like, out of my- like, I'm over this. Oh. Do, I, do I get the chance to switch minds around? And stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, he read was been listening. Let's read the list first and we'll okay, see. Okay, read the list. So at number... Five for Jason. He has Rogue. Number four, he has Storm. Number three, he has Deadpool. Number two, he has Magneto. Number one, he has Wolverine. For me, at number five, I have Gambit. Number four, I have Wolverine. Number three, I have Mystique. Number two, I have Jean Grey of Phoenix. And number one, I have Storm. For Aaron, at number five, he has Iceman. Number four, he has Nightcrawler. Number three, he has Beast. Number two, he has Storm. And at number one, he has Wolverine. And Kevin, at number five, he has Juggernaut. Number four, he has Rogue. At number three, he has Professor X. Number two, he has Jean Grey of Phoenix. And at number one... Um, <laughs> yes, Cyclops. I have Cyclops. <laughs> I was just clearing my throat. It's like, funny how you guys say Jean Grey Phoenix. We're specific... <laughs> For Jason's the last time we're doing a multi swap. Jason, you can move around your list. So you feel. You can't add names, but if you can change order. You can't add Cyclops. Oh, That's the only one you can oh, add. Man, damn. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to add good old Mr. Summers. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to move. I'm gonna move Rogue to four. Let me see that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I said four. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Only one. You you make any of the moves? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put. He's thinking. Magneto on three. Move his list around. Who's that two man? No, he's not done yet. All right, so this Magneto on three. He's thinking. I see him. <laughs> we put. Um, I'm assuming he's leaving Wolverine at one. Yeah, Wolverine's at one. So I put Rogue at four, right? And then. Yep. 
Deadpool, Deadpool at five. Well, my husband is all around. <laughs> we have Deadpool at five now. <laughs> all right, and then so we have Deadpool, we have Rogue, we have Magneto. So that puts Storm at two, right? We have Storm yep. at two. We know. Okay. That's so a Jason's very new interesting, list. Uh, Jason's new list is two. Deadpool at five. Yep. He has Rogue at four. He has Magneto. Magneto at three, Storm at two, and Wolverine at one. So with that list, <laughs> you're making a face, Jay. Oh, he doesn't realize that's what he did, but that's exactly what he did. That's what he so, just did. <laughs> with that being okay, said, gotcha, gotcha. we have Jason. We're gonna start with you. We have Deadpool. We have Iceman. We have Gambit and the Juggernaut. Who? Do you choose for number five? You can't pick Deadpool. Cannot pick Deadpool. I will pick Iceman. Nice, nice choice. I um I cannot pick the Juggernaut. Um, I will I will not pick Gambit. I will also be picking Bobby Drake, Iceman. Okay. I'm actually gonna pick. Deadpool here. I you know, I appreciate him. He's sometimes on X Men and he always brings the funny. And I'm going to go with Kevin's pick of the juggernaut. The juggernaut. So <laughs> funny. Yeah, right. That was a good move. Also no gambit. That's why I'm good with that. <laughs> I felt right. though Scott has got nothing but lambasted, I feel good that Gambit's not on this list. Poor Scott. As long as I keep <laughs> Scott off the list. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Scott too. was never going to make this list. No, he wasn't. At one, I knew that was going to happen. At four, Aaron. So the choices are Rogue, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, or Rogue. And y'all know I don't like Anna Paquin. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and give Rogue the character the vote. I think that she's pretty legit. Hmm. So we'll give Rogue a vote. So, I mean, obviously, I feel like Wolverine's going to show up somewhere else. I can't pick him anyway. Um, I like Rogue. Sure, I'll vote for Rogue. I mean, why not? Jason? Rogue. I'm also going to vote for Rogue. It's a sweep. Rogue takes the number four spot. Chantel, we got number three. So, number three, we have Magneto. We have Mystique, and I can't pick Mystique. We have Beast, and we have Professor X. I'm going to have to vote for Magneto here. I am going to be picking amongst this list Miss Mystique. She's dope. Mm -hmm. I will also be going for Mystique because she's dope. (laughs) Good reasoning. (laughs) Good job. Uh, job. I like the reasoning. I like that thought process. Jason, what are you thinking? I am thinking... Yeah, gotta go with Mystique. There you go, good move right there. Shame Magneto's not gonna make the list, but mm-hmm. Magneto or Charles, they're they're both very important to kind of two sides of the same coin. Yeah, to the lore and everything, but Mystique is just amazing mm-hmm. in that spot. All right, so at number two we have two storms and two Jean Greys. So this will be Ooh. extremely interesting. Ooh, good point there. I am going to lead us off here, and I am going to take Jean Grey. Okay. I'm going to go with Storm. I'm going to go with Storm, even though I put Jean Grey up because I'm looking at number one, and I'm looking at Jason and Aaron. 
And I, I want Storm on this list. If she's not on this list, I will be upset. Storm it up. Storming it up. Storming it Storm. up. Dang, Jean Grey. Norse got made this list. I mean, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I mean, I, I tried to put the good person from that family on the list, but, you know, sometimes. Well, then know. this is your chance. Number one, we have Scott <laughs> Summers Cyclops. We I'm have voting for Wolverine. Wolverine. We have Wolverine and Wolverine. we have Storm. Jason? I didn't even finish saying the names. Wolverine. Wolverine. I didn't even finish saying the names. Wolverine. I didn't even finish. That's Wolverine. Oh. I'm picking Storm here <laughs> because I hate Wolverine. So, Shantae, what is our consensus top five? So, uh, <laughs> at number five, we have Iceman. Number yep. four, we have Rogue. Number three, we have Mystique. Number two, we have Storm. And at number one, we have... Cyclops? Not Cyclops. <laughs> we have Wolverine. Ah. And with that, um, Aaron and Jason tie. Tie for the win. Wow. Congratulations, guys. Jason, how's it feel? Is this your first win on the show? No, I think I've tied for a win before. Board I, think, I think I tied with Kevin. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Well, congrats on your tied win times. He, he needs to remember these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congrats on your tied win today, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, what do you, congrats. What do you, what do you, how do you feel? How do you feel right I now? feel great. You know, I come here, you know, I don't want to just, you know, as a hero, I want to be a team player. You right. Know? And I just don't want to just take the win. I want to share it with my I, brothers in arms. Like I Aaron. appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Do you I'm know who the <laughs> ultimate team player is, though? Hmm? Scott Storm. Summers. Scott yeah. Summers. Our ultimate team player he is a great team player Beast is a great team player no Scott is great because what he does is take the total backseat to to everybody else just so they can get their shot no he takes the front seat he drives people and he sits there there and goes "All right, guys he he sits in the car (laughs) he sits in the car he's like I'm gonna go find a parking spot occasionally he goes finger to temple he's the only mutant that makes his sound effects when he does <laughs> Aaron, how do you feel about tying here? Listen, I'm I'm stoked. I'm ex- that's a great list. I think that we came up here. That is a good list. Yeah. What honorable mentions like do we have, guys? I had Kitty Pride. Uh, I had Kitty Pride too. I had Colossus. I had Colossus I as well. well. Ho- Hope Summers, Emma Frost. I had yeah. Gambit. I had uh, Cable. Nathan Summers. Oh, cable. Yeah. cable. I, Nathan Summers. I did have Angel only because I was like brainstorming, but when I thought about it, I was like, Angel's kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> Juggernaut I, was one of mine. I yeah. had Psylocke. I never really understood her powers that well. Uh, I, apparently, she's really powerful, but I was like, mm, you'd like make a knife with your hand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I did write her down because I was like, oh, brainstorm. I liked the. Uh, he's on the villain side, but that multi man guy from the. Oh, multiple man. Multiple yeah. man. He yeah, was pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I was not a pyro fan, obviously, because, you know. I was yeah, trying to determine. Oh, if, you didn't like the other guy named Aaron in the movie? No, he's a jerk. <laughs> I was trying to determine is Franklin Richards a mutant or not? They, I, I was just reading someone. I was like coming up with my list, and it said something about he, he unconsciously altered his DNA to have the mutant X gene, so that makes him not a real mutant. And I'm like, he, well, I feel like if he can do that, that wouldn't that make him a mutant? Is he, is he related to? Reed Richards? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. He's, he's, he's Sue and uh, Reed's son. Yeah. And he's oh. like a bajillionaire-ish uh, he, genius. And like he can, man- he's been, he, he manipulates quite a few things. I was going to say like, not the Celestials, but like the other, what, the Eternals, the, the Eternals, they like almost equate him to their own at 
points. Yeah, he's yeah. like that powerful. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I went I went through like several lists just to like make sure I I had my dotted my T's and crossed my yeah. eyes. And yeah. He was on there as yeah. I was like I haven't even heard yeah. of this kid and holy moly. Yeah, his yeah. story is interesting, especially because they're kind of in the middle of it too about like what they're gonna do with him. Um, but like yeah, there was one list they were like, well, he unconsciously altered his DNA, so uh, so that's why he's not really a mutant. I was like. Uh, I feel like he should just give it to him at that point. <laughs> like, well, like, cause my thought was his mother and his father have mutated. Right. And then he is born by an with, external right. force. Yeah. But then he's born with these mutated genes. These abilities, yeah. So does that make him a mutant? And then he's also married to Rachel Summers. Yeah. And so they also, they, she also has a lot going on, too. Right. So I'm like, does that make him an X Man? I wasn't well, sure. I, I mean,. He's like his own thing. He's like in the I guess technically fourth. no, because you know it's it's supposedly a genetic thing, and his is a byproduct of of an incident that happened to his parents. It's almost like like they passed on thing. radiation but poisoning, you know. But like you know, because he's born with it. So it's well, it yeah, genetic? but that's not that. It's not the same thing, you know. It's not like right. that's, that's what I was wondering. The that's what I was same. Process, I guess. I was thinking about the semantics of it, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. only because, like, I would not classify Sue or Reed, obviously. No. But anything. No, he's not a mutant. He's just his, it's his own thing. Just like uh, Spider Man's not a mutant, you know? Like, uh, yeah. no, no, but he, but by external means, right? Right, so right. It's just the like, genetic, it's like, like I said, only Franklin, not those two, because. Oh, but because it's born, mutated his the, DNA. Yes. Oh, his DNA okay. is mutated through birth, from genetically from birth. Right. But as, but still as part of an external. Thing, you know, like as opposed to a mutant that has yeah, he's not a born has a, a marker in their DNA that that manifests as oh. this, these things. Oh, he doesn't have the X gene, I guess. No, that's that's yeah, the point. Right there, you go. Yeah. It's just a different gene mutation. Yeah, different gene mutation. Yeah. An X gene. Interesting, but I, uh, so I, I didn't have one honorable mention list because I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Storm obviously, but that was like. She was number six. Like she was my. That was a mistake that you made. No, no, no. Because I just want Jargonaut on there. I just really want Jargonaut on there. Um, I had Colossus, like you said. Mm -hmm. I had. There was someone else. Oh, I had Angel. Yeah. Uh, who else? Jason, you have anyone else's a honorable mention? Honorable mention. It was. Oh, that was everybody. So there was Beast, Cable, Mystique, Cable, uh, Juggernaut. Mm -hmm. Um. Those were my honorable mentions. I was going back and forth for. I had Toad because I thought he was funny. <laughs> I had Gambit. Uh, I did not have Gambit because Gambit, Gambit, Gambit does was not right there. Suck. He was like my number six. Mm, that's tough. I'm glad he was. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, that was that's tough. Jason, thank you for once again joining us here on the show. Yes, yes. We're gonna have to definitely change that rule. They can only change one, I think, I going think so. forward. Because yeah. I mean, so. we're, I mean, we did it. We've changed it up. Several so people changed multiple. Before. Multiple, and we need to slow that down. Yeah, because like no. it's gotta, it's ruining our averages here. Well, it's ruining our numbers, but it's also we coming into this show. We're not changing too much anymore. We did have the early episodes, like episode like two mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. fifteen, but like we're on episode like thirty something now, thirty five something, forty something. You know what I'm saying? We've grown. We've grown with the show. <laughs> I think we got to fix that. One one switch. One switch. One, 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 one swap. I agree. I agree. So Jason ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think CJ started it. CJ CJ won it outright with his his with the swaps. Swap, right, the swap. right. swaps. I mean, he played the game right. Yeah, right. but yeah. but still, we're like, no, we're supposed to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
This is, a, this is a game for us. This is Caref- a vehicle. For careful, yes. you're turning into Scott over there. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Like I appreciate How you pointing that out to me. Scottisms. I would Jason, never want that have, to happen. No, you wouldn't. Jason, what do you have to promote? Uh, bestpizzaandbrew.com. We got some of the best pizza and brew. Nice. I can vouch. I can vouch. Is uh, located in San Diego. It's located in San Diego, but we're coming to a city near you eventually. But Perfect. mostly in San Diego. Where of, in San Diego can people go? Uh, Vista is going to be our newest location. We're opening soon, but we have a Cardiff by the Sea, uh, Oceanside, Mira Mesa, and Carmel Mountain. Mm. But this Blue Diamond's got a nice stretch of uh, new <laughs> restauranty uh, buildings <laughs> coming in. Maybe you should talk to the. Uh, you know, the yeah. locals and get That's one a good idea. Oh, yeah. That, the, the talks that are blue happening. Di- that blue guy here yeah. to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron Shante, where can we people find you? Top five go, Aaron, on Instagram. I'm the villain Shante on Instagram. And I actually post things. I'm very proud of myself. Very nice. You can find me at KG Fury on all platforms. You can find the show at uh, Top Five Go on your po- whatever you get your podcast. Also, you can find us at the Fury Podcast Network.com or follow us there. Um, Shouts to Scott Summers, the best. Nope, not at all. The best character. Screwed. He got screwed, but it's fine. Um, yeah, he gets, that, he gets screwed a lot. That's all he does. With with all that, I gotta say, uh, <laughs> we're out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>